Great to see you. We're gonna be three beers deep before we even start rolling on this. Crazy. Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> All right, so uh, welcome to another episode of the Scratch Track. This is a special episode. This is the sports episode, um, and I have here with me my my sounding board, my stress relief, my venting <laughs> partner in sports, my good friend Imran. We go way back. Went to East Lake High School together, um, and. That was the only time we were in school together, right? Yeah. It was just those four years. And ever since then, we've kind of kept in touch. And I've said this a hundred times. I, I talked to Amron on the phone probably more than I talked to anybody <laughs> that I've talked to on the phone in my entire life. Because anytime anything sports-related happens, anything I think is a little crazy, anything I think is hilarious, or I just call him to go, what the f*** are we doing? I know. That is, you're the first guy I call. And you're the first person alphabetically in my phone, I think. Hey. Pretty, pretty close to the top. I mean, you're, you're probably like one or two, but yeah, yeah you're up there. That's why I it's get close. screwed over, and I always have to go first and everything because <laughs> yeah. my last All right. name. All right, icebreaker activities. Okay, why don't we start with uh, how many... Okay, I have to ask you this, too. How many times would you say in your whole life that people f***ed up your name? Dude, if, if I could like count yeah. how many times... Could you get I, rich off of it if you had a dollar? I could pay the debt off of this country <laughs> how many times they screw up my name. My goodness. Like, wow. Do you get people that just give up? Like, as we had teachers in school where, like, they would just see, not not that difficult of names, but, like, they see something, like, out of the ordinary, like, different than, like, Josh, per se. Mm-hmm. And then they go, like, oh, Jesus. And they see, like, your name on there. They just yeah. don't even give up. They're, like, uh, I, how do you say it? <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. And What's the, the worst pronunciation of your name you've ever heard? Uh, probably Imrain. Imrain? Imrain. Where's the other I? I don't know. Imrain. <laughs> And rain is probably the worst one I've heard that I can think of. Yeah. <laughs> and is it worse for your first name or your last name? Like when people? Oh, definitely first name. Definitely yeah, first name. First name because they're like. Yeah, last name's pretty straightforward. Yeah, last you, name's Ahmed. Yeah, you know, you you could go with the phlegm too. Ahmed. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it depends on how you want to do it. <laughs> is it the same thing? I mean, the, no. Is it spelled differently? I think. I don't even know. I'm not cultured enough I'm in that side of the world. Like I, I was know. born and raised in the USA. Come on. I, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know either. That's why I ask you. And like, I've, I've been out with you a few times where I'm like, hey, I don't want to sound ignorant, but can you just tell me what's going on? Like, what do I say? <laughs> I I don't know because I don't know things, and I don't want to be. I don't want to be offensive. So that's why I ask. That's why I ask you what's going on. Yeah. So you know, it's it's just one of those things. I I try to I try to be as sensitive as possible to certain issues because I know that <laughs> I know that people don't like to get asked the same question about their background or their heritage or like what are you where are you from are you but are you from here you know like things like that like i don't ever do that to people because it's never important yeah it's never important to do that what are you (laughs) who are you yeah who come from where do you come from (laughs) what are we in a interrogation room so i mean i'm pretty sure if, you know because of my name like it's yeah. gonna happen i mean i had a funny situation happen to me in an airport once and oh uh, god <clears throat> i love where this is going already yeah. this is great. I, I was with my mom we were coming back from like uh, uh dc so of course you oh. know, they probably got like you know just yeah like, what were you doing in dc <laughs> just the spotlights on me so then like you know the guy <laughs> So like I'm just, like sitting at the security <laughs> checkpoint place right right before we go through like you know TSA and like the guy like looks at my name and he looks at me he's like congratulations sir you've been selected for special screening well no sh- like oh okay <laughs> I feel honored I'm just gonna let you pat me down and touch my joke and yeah, like we'll right. move on and my mom's like freaking out in the background I'm like ma 
stop. Yeah. I'm going to, like, I'm probably going to go to jail if you say anything else. I know, Just right? for no reason. Yeah. So, hey, it is what it is. It's fun. That's so crazy, <laughs> man. That shit, I, I see that shit happening all the time, and I'm like, especially at the airport, it's funny. Because, I mean, you've told me stories like that before where yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> I haven't been to the airport in quite some time. Have you flown during COVID? Yeah, I you flew. Did? I flew to Atlanta a couple oh, months we, ago. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Actually, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that flight because after you got off that flight, <laughs> was different. I know it was very different. So, <laughs> okay, so a couple of people asked about us doing a sports episode. Well, not not us uh, specifically, but me. And I thought of no one better than than Imran because he's so well versed in the local community, local teams. He knows team history. He knows the business side of things, which I'm a little bit, little bit. Um, less knowledgeable in that i'm more of like i just kind of i i i watch sports with my heart too much where like a lot of guys will be like this guy's the best player i've ever seen i'll be like he sucks i watch the bucks <laughs> with my heart too I, much without a doubt i That's... never i never like listening to people that are hyped up or like guys that announcers can't shut the f- up about like i i can't stand it but i mean there are times where you know i've i've been wrong i've been wrong many times and we'll get into that as we <laughs> as we go on hey which is why we're drinking highlight tonight we'll I, get into that in a second i've but. been wrong just as many times mm. so like i'm right there with you big boy yeah we can we can split it up so mm. uh go ahead and talk about what we were talking about before we heated the mics up about our high school career oh yeah so remember uh the, the good old days uh powder puff cheerleading <laughs> Two-time chips. That's right, back. baby. 09 to 2010 and then yeah, yeah. 2010, 2011 chips. Yeah, What's see, up? Yeah. What's up? So, yeah, we're also... So, speaking of <laughs> speaking of being uh, mildly racist, <laughs> we had this guy. We had Imran on our team and our, on our Powderpuff cheerleading team. And for those of you guys that don't know what it is, uh, it's a bunch of guys that dress up like... Um, our female cheerleading squad, and then we put on a show for the teams during what was it homecoming week? Yeah, it was homecoming week. Homecoming yeah. week, and then the girls play flag football. So mm-hmm. I don't know how much longer they're going to be able to do that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so we carried you. Out. It was to the Lion King. Yeah, yeah we carried. We, like, we carried. That's what it was, right? Yeah, we're looking we look back at that now, we're like, yeah, this is probably this is probably not gonna go over well after <laughs> it was like uh watching watching that because there it's on Facebook somewhere. I shouldn't even f-ing say this, but it's out there. It's the 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 footage of the whole whatever you call it, routine is is on the internet somewhere yeah. it's it's there i don't know where but it's it's out there there's those random songs <laughs> that like you'll, you'll hear and i'll think about those Dude, moments i yeah. had it last night yeah. I, had, I listened to uh it was the way you make me feel michael jackson oh really oh one? yeah that one came on i was like oh my god i remember the f- oh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow my god. it's so crazy but yeah you were saying too that some kids on our team were doing they would go to like tumbling class i know they took that I'm so like, seriously dude, it's so wild yeah. they're like i want to do a front handspring i'm like you're gonna break your f-ing back dude yeah you're, you're gonna kill yourself i know they took that really seriously what are you but doing hey, hey back-to-back champs yeah that's right yeah. that's that's undisputed. what it takes that's what undisputed. it takes baby undisputed yeah we wanted our junior year against <laughs> the seniors and then we wanted our senior year yeah. against everybody else yeah. what's up so no yeah it was it was fun man that was a fun time it really was and yeah hey. i mean from from there we we got you know we got closer we hung out uh we went we've been to a couple of sporting events together a few quite a few actually Some magic games magic and games hey. and we um 
I think our, like, the last game that we went to was that heartbreak. Remember that? It was the Giants game. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Yeah. Big Dick Dan. Big Dick Dan. Big Dick Danny Smacked Jones, Smacked us baby. in the face he did. He with his junk. Yeah, it was did. bad. It was, it was brutal. It was tough. That was brutal. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into that too. Mm. I wanted I wanted to talk a little bit about that. But so thank you guys for inquiring about the sports episode. I thought it was a great idea. So we're gonna do one today. We don't have an album out here. We're changing the show up a little bit. This is gonna be one of the first episodes of the new tapings. So we're not we're not gonna base it off of the albums anymore. We're just gonna have some people in here. We're gonna have some more friends. We're gonna do we're gonna do a sports episode every once in a while when like important things happen and when funny shit happens in the sports news that I, I would love to get into. So <laughs> Uh, first and foremost, I want you to tell me your just just the general like what do what do sports do for you? Like in terms of your your soul, what does it what does it do to you? What does it mean to be able to to share this? I mean, I realized how important sports was when we didn't have it like those three months oh, during yeah. COVID. Like mm-hmm. honestly, like mm-hmm. like what do you do? What do you follow? Like yeah. what are you supposed to do those three months? Like everything that like you think about, like my life does revolve around sports. I yeah. think about it so much. Yeah, and a lot of people <laughs> just stop that that normally watch sports just yeah. watch the news and fucking panic for three whole yeah. months. It was a disaster. For the teams that I follow, I <laughs> they they take up a lot of my time, but like yeah, hey, man. it's it's, it, it does mean a lot to me, and like especially when like those ride or die teams that you have, we all have those. I know. Oh, yeah. I know you're, you you There's, got you got on your chest right now. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I'll never I'll never yeah. leave these guys, man. Because yeah. I've been I've been I've seen too much. I've been through so many too uh, so many too many stupid acquisitions, too many wasted draft picks, too many general manager and coaching uh, situations and switches and all that shit. I've been through winning seasons i've been through a, a championship run season i've been through the peaks and valleys of this team forever and you know not to say any, not to disparage any of the other tampa area of central florida sports teams I, I like those guys too i'm a big big fan of the others but not as big as i am the magic is just i'm, I'm just a basketball guy through and through so that's that's really it but yeah i mean you're you're more oh i'm bucks the bucks, bucks are, are your are number the, one are the rider down. yeah like i mean okay. that's great man. the bucks are just i i kept on sitting there like around Super Bowl week thinking, am I actually going to go to this game? Like, yeah. You, you know, like, I'm, I'm that big of a diehard Bucks fan that I'd put money into a savings account since I was 10 years old. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I remember. Damn, that's fucking yeah, badass, dude. One that's of my, wild. One of my dad's uh, colleagues, like, he was at the Super Bowl in San Diego in no 2003. Way. And, like, he I, he showed me pictures and stuff. And he's like, Diego, that's right. That's going to yeah. be fucking beautiful, yeah. man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Perfect. <sighs> Weather's perfect there. Yeah. You can't beat that. Yeah, my dad always says that that's like one of his favorite cities that he's ever been to because it's like just so beautiful. The weather's always great, and it's yeah. I've never I've never been to California actually. Have you been to California? Yeah, I went yeah. to San Francisco probably when I was like six or seven. Yeah, yeah. My dad got like what a red doing light over ticket. There? Oh, he did. <laughs> yeah, like he got a red light ticket in a rental car, and then we never ended up what? getting the ticket. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, because oh he God. saw, like, the camera flash and stuff, and nothing ended up like, happening. He was just freaking out about the it. The rental company probably days. just ate it. They're probably just like, whatever, dude. Yeah. We're not going to get in touch with this guy again. <laughs> I don't even fill up the tanks anymore. I'm like, fuck you. Come find me, bitch. Hey, but I'm going <laughs> to be honest. Shit. I- I'm probably going to be in California in February. What do you mean? For like- the Super Bowl. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were talking about moving. No. You're going to... I'm never going to move to that place. Come on. You think we're going again? You think we're making another run? Of course we are. Yeah? Have you ever seen a team re-sign every single player from the, like, the, the previous roster? Has that ever I, happened? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I, and if it has, I'm sure that it's 
it's lost on me. But it, I, yeah, I don't. They re-signed everybody, including that's, Antonio Brown. That's crazy. Oh my god, Antonio Brown! What a fucking nightmare of a human being he is. I know. And we were all wrong about him, man. He turned it around. He really did. Started living with Tom Brady, getting kisses on the mouth before he went to sleep, and everything was great. Stopped coming on girls' backs, <laughs> unbeknownst to them. Stopped, uh, stopped beating up. Uh, stopped just freaking out on yeah. Instagram Live. Over what was the? Oh yeah. Just call it as like. Didn't he like smash a security camera too, or something like that, in a parking lot in I, Miami? I, I think so. Some shit yeah, like that. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, oh, it was like in like a neighborhood. And then, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like he ended up just paying <clears throat> restitution to them. You know, yeah, like how all rich people pay people we won't, off. We yeah. won't say anything. Just yeah. 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 Oh uh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we gotta redirect because I'm gonna but, I'm gonna start talking a bunch of shit about all this. Of course we are. Sorry, sorry. it always goes. Sorry, on. Antonio. Thanks for thanks for all your help in the Super Bowl. Thanks we for the service. It. Yeah. Hey, thank cheers. You, <laughs> you want to tell them why we have highlight on the table? Oh yeah, yeah. So we made a bet. Like um, it was over. Like um, I think it was three years ago now. Yeah, I think it was like the Jazz. No, no, no. This is the the first time we ever bet highlight on anything. Where uh, it was, it was your boy, your boy Demar. Demar, I say it. Demar, I hate it. Oh my god! Remember that guy? I unfortunately happy still May, Demar. That guess guy. what? You're gonna run into the king again. <laughs> so switching gears into basketball. Yeah, we we're drinking highlight as a as a tip of the cap oh, to our course. one of our first bets. And Emron told me uh, in what was this April of 2018? Yeah. Bad then that's probably about right um he bet on the bet on the raptors against uh cleveland and he's like i bet you a 12 pack of highlight that they'd come out of this man i was like i bet you they fucking don't and uh yeah i've never bet against the king since never doubt the king yeah never doubt him it's crazy man i mean it's we, gonna we, get it's gonna get interesting this season for sure it's we, it's we're seeing now that he's human he is human. Because the last couple of years, he's been he's been a little banged up. But dude, he's fucking thirty six. He's thirty six. Thirty six. Hey, but even he himself said, "I'm not a hundred percent anymore." Yeah, and then I'm Twitter not... exploded. Yeah, it's course. like, all right, hey. everybody relax, dude. Hey, hey. It's so ridiculous. Like, do you hear LeBron James is not going to be a hundred percent again? Like, yeah, dude, you wouldn't either if you fucking tweaked your ankle at the Commons playing. True. He's thirty six, but with way more muscle mass than you coming down on an ankle like that of yeah. course he's gonna say he's not 100 percent. i'm still not 100 percent from an ankle i rolled three fucking years ago <laughs> and i'm 28 yeah i get or no now it's almost four years ago now actually wow. rolled it in june of 2017 some dickhead and Commons? i was lighting up yeah Commons right. both cooking. Like, look there's gonna be some people that watch this and go like he wasn't really that good at basketball uh, you're right i wasn't but i got a little bit better you played in high school i played in high school but I, I got a little bit better after i got out because i started putting on uh mass i started shooting a lot more the only thing i was doing in college was i was drinking a lot i was playing <laughs> a lot of music and then i was playing basketball too there you go basketball is such a big part of my life back then i haven't played in a year but i could probably still figure it out but this kid jumped underneath me and gave me a jalen rose Oh, stamped underneath my foot when I was in the air for a jump shot, which I made and uh, hit it right in his face. Of course, we were going back and forth. I mean, he was a good competitor. I, I could probably tell you what he looks like, but I, I don't know what the fuck his name was. But he, yeah, he jumped underneath me. I rolled it real bad. I mean, Damn. I got bruising all the way up mid calf. I was walking funny forever. I was in the fire academy at the time, and I was like getting out of the truck, and I almost fell out of the truck. Oh, our ride along, they're wow. like, "Are you okay?" I couldn't say that I fucked my ankle up. Because then they would they wouldn't they would, let they would, me. They would just be like, "You're done." Well, they would, yeah, dude. I had a kid in my I had a kid in our class that like he had no like he he had a he broke his uh, he broke his wrist or like tore a ligament in his wrist like during like doing like push ups or like exercises and stuff like that. Just wow. av- it just wore down, 
and then he had nothing in his wrist. So he had like no, I don't know what the medical term is. I have no fucking idea, but he I was, didn't go to med school. Sorry, he was, mom. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was missing. <laughs> he was missing something in his wrist and he had it wrapped so tight. I remember every day he had it wrapped and he was like, dude, pushups were agony every fucking day. Like, wow. but he, he made it through. He was our class president. Yeah, wow. It was crazy. Damn. Yeah, dude, he was, he was legit. And he, he, <laughs> he graduated, had a bunch of opportunities and he's like, I'm just going to fucking sell insurance. I'm not, I'm not going to the fire academy or I'm not going to the fire service. So wow. funny. Yeah. What a noble decision on his part. Hey, <laughs> cheers. Mm-hmm. Cheers, buddy. What's up, Prez? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a good guy. O'Malley, good nice, guy. I'm going to nice. have to bleep that out. I don't know if he wants to be involved in this, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, this, might, this might end up being a bleep happy episode. So, um, yeah, so, so the Bucks are your number one. For sure. Who would you say your number two is locally? Um... I mean, I went to USF for undergrad, so yeah. I probably ride the with Bulls? the Bulls for yeah. sure. So, yeah. how cool is that to be able to see those games in an NFL stadium too? I mean, it was cool, except for the fact like the stadium was half empty, empty yeah, all the time, that's true. and like. But the 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 experience has got to be cool because I I mean I'll be honest I I've only been to one NFL stadium in my uh, is that right? Yeah, I think so. You've just been in radio. I think so. I think I've just you haven't been, been anywhere else. I've been to um, when they built the new stadium at FAU. I was there for that. Okay. They yeah. Built a new stadium. Schnellenberger comes in. R.I.P. Coach Schnelly. He just passed away. Real good guy. Turned our whole program around. Built kind of. He built basically funded a stadium, and we had our uh, inaugural game there. Who we played against Western Kentucky in 2011, 2012. Mm. You know who was playing at Western Kentucky at that time. Tyler Higby, Tyler right? Higby was there. True. Tyler Higby yeah. was there. Yeah. And they fucking mopped us up. Of course they did. Yeah. <laughs> the inaugural, 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 Jesus. Okay, we're, we're all right. <laughs> I got it. The first game of, <laughs> of the new stadium, because we'd been playing at like local high schools. Yeah. And then finally they brought, uh, they brought in some, some people that wanted to fund the program because, you know, having a big name coach down there and being that Schnellenberger was tied to the Miami community and he was like their their savior down there i mean like he's like dude he can't walk around coral gables without getting mauled that guy's like one of the one of the most famous people down there him and like jimmy johnson right and so he was he funded this whole thing and he put this team on his back and just was like listen i you know what i i believe in this school i believe in this area and this program he was getting in on the ground floor and we had we dude we pulled the works out for this my dad came with uh my stepmom at the time and we um we were going there. We were going to the stadium. We were hanging out, and they were like, "Welcome, Owls parents." It was Parents Weekend. They were blowing this shit up. It was like every so everybody was there mm-hmm. with the, on average, they were bringing one to one and a half people there, uh, additionally at, outside of themselves, because it was like free tickets for the parents. So we were going, and dude, they mopped us up. It was like thirty-five nothing. It was bad. Hey. So they brought the whole <clears throat> fucking charade out. And you know who was on the team that year, or maybe the year before? It was Alfred Morris at oh, FAU. Wow. Yeah. He won, me, he won me a fantasy football championship one year. He was a killer. He was killer. A killer. Absolute yeah. killer. Yeah, he was, he was good. First two, three years, they ran him. Like, oh, my God. With the, the, with the uh, formerly the GOAT, Washington RG3. Redskins. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. The Washington football team now. Shout out Drew Curls. What's up, dog? Yeah. I know a guy that works for the team. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, I was like, hey, how long did it take you to wring the blood out of that sock? <laughs> he was like, it's not fucking funny, man. <laughs> no, I love you, Drew. <laughs> 
It was it was pretty bad. I didn't say that to him. Somebody else did. But oh, okay. it was he was working for the team when that happened. So it was when when uh, Alex Smith shattered his leg. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. Which if you want to see something gnarly, go look that up. It's pretty cool. Uh, that's that's one of my guilty pleasures about sports too. Let's talk about that. Well, I didn't I didn't put this on here, but let's do an impromptu question. What is the craziest injury that you've seen in sports? Whether it be like something you you YouTubed or saw live or something that because there was one recently with Orlando that just happened that was pretty fucking bad. Oh that, yeah, that dude, dude messed up his ankle, <clears throat> real bad, blood popped out of the back. Yeah, like out of the back. Oh yeah, dude. Because I was like, where's the break? I yeah. couldn't see it. And then there was blood everywhere on the floor, and it was like, it went through the back of his fucking like heel almost. Yeah. It was, to, to be brutal. honest with you, like the injury that like I think of the most is probably, it was like the NCAA tournament way back when. I know Louisville, say. Kevin Ware. Kevin that Ware, man. Is, Holy shit. The dude's shit. leg was popping out of the socket. Yeah. Like, it, it was popping out of his skin. Like, yeah. It, you could see it for like two, yeah. three seconds, and you looked away. The announcers were like, <laughs> they they were like, oh my god, they, dude, they couldn't. They I couldn't. wonder if they had some barf bags for them at that point. They, like, they legit could not contain themselves. That was insane. And here's what here's what a lot of people. I always say this about the Kevin Ware thing when it happened. Excuse me. The wildest shit that happened about that is that were, they were playing at Vandy. Yeah. And Vandy has those bench seats that you're looking at the court from like here. So everybody that saw that injury was looking eye level at his leg just snapping so it's not like it's not like he's getting lost in the in the muck of of the nine other players that are on the court they're sitting right there staring straight at his leg like it's happening right in front of them yeah that was nuts and then seeing that happen seeing the bench reaction they all ran dude they were like fuck this i'm at it they all were like no (laughs) like throwing towels and he he eventually made a comeback like he played he played a little bit floopy that's my dog shaking it off Good right, for, she's good. I mean, I'm glad he actually had a chance to play after that. That's, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's crazy. Like those guys that shattered their leg. I mean, Sean Livingston was one of the guys that, Sean that wrecked his shit, and then he came back. He's a three time NBA. Another champion. bad injury was Paul George. A oh, few years ago. I saw that. Paul George. Yeah, I saw yeah. that one at. I think I've told you this. I was in Boca when that happened. It was yeah. first of all a fucking USA exhibition game. Mm-hmm. For no reason should he be defending that shot, or what was it? Was it Harden coming after the shot? Yeah, it was Harden. Bitch. And then he just came down like right in front of the basket. And, yeah, they changed oh. the whole padding after yeah. that. They, it's the base of the basket. He like he hit his leg in such a way. But I wa- I watched that. That game was on. Uh, shout out Brickyard. Uh, we went. We were at there. We were out there with my friends one night, and I was watching that game. And I turned up to look right when it happened. Dude, I'm not kidding when I say this. The bar stopped. The whole bar, crowded bar on a Friday night, stopped talking for a, a good minute. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was like. <gasps> Yeah, seeing that was like, dude, I've never seen like a hush go over a crowd like that. So bad. it was disgusting. Like there were people leaving because they had to go, and yeah. they were like getting sick because and, and like, they watched it. I mean, it's because it, the bone didn't snap out. So like, I think the only time that ESPN or whatever can't show anything is if it's like if there's if it's that gruesome. Yeah, they started bleeping it out. They like as soon as you saw like the leg bend like that, yeah. they started bleeping it out. And yeah. we, they, it, it's it was tough injury for him. But hey, he's he's. Like he's he's still playing he's at still a super high level, very high level. Yeah, he's, he's a choke I mean, artist in the playoffs. That's a whole different story. But like, <laughs> hey, good job. You do it. You, you do it the regular season. Good, I don't know good why for, I have this out here. Good, good for you, pal. Good yeah. What you. what did Chuck say? I've been I've been skinny. I've been fat. I've been f- fast and slow. But all I know is that the Clippers have always sucked. <laughs> I mean, he's he's such a savage dude. Speaking hard truths. It is what like you know, the Clippers. What, like, 
they they have like hey, I, I know you drafted Kawhi pretty high in I love the him, fantasy man. draft. I've always loved hey, him. Kawhi's one of my favorite players too in the league. That dude he, he just lets his fucking playing do the talking. Yeah. He's yeah. He's tough. Well, he's one of the toughest guys in the league too, because I mean he I don't know if he watched his dad get shot, but his dad was murdered in Compton. Yeah. And then he's just he's just a quiet guy. But yeah. all the he's guys an assassin. All the guys in the league too that say he talks so much shit. I'm like sure funny does. shit. He's like, like if you know the board man get paid yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, every time he gets a board man get paid. And like, I got the shirt. I have the shirt. I have the board man <laughs> gets paid shirt. He's yeah. really he's really funny yeah, with he, that. He's awesome. Like and, and like Oh my god. I mean he got in LeBron's head too. Remember? Mm. There's that one clip that went around yeah. like when like um it was in the finals and like Kawhi's coming back from the bench and he's like, Oh shit. <laughs> he's like, Oh man, this boy's about to come in and cook the Yeah, you can see he said that because LeBron's at the free throw line, right? Yeah. And yeah. he's like, Oh fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. see him at the free throw line. Yeah, that was that was twenty that was the twenty thirteen finals. Was yeah, that right? Yeah, was was that the year that the Heat won that or we're like... gonna we're gonna talk about that. <sighs> yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Because I have that as a question here. Okay, so we're gonna go. Um, we're gonna go through some questions, and we're drinking. We're having a little fun. I hope you guys are having fun too. Thank you for joining us again. We appreciate you being here. Um, and this is a sports-based episode, so we're not gonna do any music today. We might throw some stuff in there, little stories here and there, whatever. But we're doing a, we're doing a sports thing because it's it's interesting to see the uh, you know the other side of everything, and it's also something that I'm very passionate about. I know a lot of you guys are that are big sports fans as well. So um, first question. What is your favorite or most memorable live sporting event that you've seen? Like something that undoubtedly will stick with you until, like, I mean, that's something you'll tell your grandparents or your your grandparents, your grandkids about. Sporting event that I... A I, live sporting event. Do you need another beer, by the way? Sure, I'll go. Uh, right, let's, let's get it. We're drinking a lot. <laughs> We're drinking crazy tonight. It's All a right. work night for me. I got to be responsible. You know, it's okay. Ooh. It's okay. I'll be good. <laughs> Favorite live sporting event? Um, to be honest with you, like, because you've been to so many. Yeah, there's there's a lot to choose from. Split it so split it by. I mean, since you're a number a big Bucks guy, split it by that. What was your favorite live Bucks game that you saw? I know it wasn't the game that we went to together. <laughs> oh god, dude, that was so fucking funny, man. I was we were going we were walking down that. The ramp at the end of the game, like, are we fucking serious? That was devastating. Like, I I started to research the wind swirl after that. I'm like, there's there's got to be something wrong with this. <laughs> like, there has to be something wrong with this shit. For those of you that don't remember, it was the twenty was it 2019 or 2020. Yeah, 2019. It so was, it was like September. No, it was last year. It was last. N- yeah, not se- this year. Yeah, September of 2019. 19. Yeah, it was 19. September yeah. of 2019. I think it was September. Yeah, when we played the Giants and yeah. Big Dick Danny Jones Danny from Duke, Dimes. the Duke boy, Danny Dimes. That'd he was just, I mean, sticking it in us, and it was brutal. I mean, we're watching this guy just run free for like 15 yards untouched. I know. Jameis, at the end, we get the, we get a chance to... That was such a bullshit day for I me. I know, dude. Because freaking Saquon got hurt. So many highs. Day. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's So many highs and so many lows that happen in the matter of like a minute. I mean, I remember the Giants scored to go ahead. That by two, what was it? Was it by two or by one or what was it? It was by two because like, by two. Yeah, yeah. So they score to go ahead by two. We're like, fuck, we're not doing this. That Jameis, we get the ball back, decent return. Jameis bombs it to Mike Evans, Evans he grabs for like it. sixty-five he yards, and we grab it, and we're like, dude, this is a chip shot. Field goal range. We got this. This is easy. Yeah. We're all going nuts. We're like, yeah, fuck yeah. 
like everybody's going crazy. The Giants fans in front of us, as soon as Mike Evans catches the ball and the ref signals the catch, the Giants fans in front of us are like, we're fucking out of here. We're leaving. You're done. You're we're done. We're done. So who was the kicker at the time? Was it... Uh, Mad Gay. Was it Matt Gay? It was Mad Gay. No way. It was Mad Gay. Uh. <laughs> and and didn't, didn't, did we get a five-yard penalty too on that play? I think it was like a delay a game yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah, and then Bruce was like, oh, yeah, he was, he was better from five yards further out. Yeah. Shut up, dummy. You just got a bad penalty. Yeah. And he was, freaking... And, and then, he blew it. And the thing is... As as the clock was expiring. When when he kicked that, I didn't even look. You no, told I, me. You I told said, me what happened. He's like, he pulled it. Yeah, I said he pulled and, it. And yeah. then, and, or pushed it. What was it? He, Did he, he miss right? He missed right? Yeah. He, yeah. He, you said he pushed it. I, I, I yeah. didn't even look. I, I was saw so it. scared to look. I saw it from an angle where... I was so... It was scared. very hard to tell. Yeah. But I could just see the trajectory of the ball. I'm like, he fucking... He pushed it. I said it. I said it just real quiet under my breath. I'm like, oh, he pushed it. Yeah. And then you're like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And then you open yeah. your eyes, and everybody's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Everybody's going nuts. And this was when, this is this is right around the time when like Jameis was like, listen, I'm a good quarterback in this league. I'm gonna prove myself. Like we're a good offense. We have a good defense. Like let's go out there and win. And then we do something like that. That yeah, that's probably my least favorite Bucks game I've been to. But also in in some ways too, because it was so fucking exciting for the good for the highs of that. It was also one of my favorites because it was such an exciting game. Like, I I hadn't been to a game like that with the Bucks Back in so forth, long because bro. normally when I was a kid and I was going to Bucks games, they were whooping everybody's ass. I know. And then uh, come high school and college, post-Jeff Garcia days, Josh Freeman and then, you know, the Bruce Gradkowskis and the all the McCown brothers and then <laughs> all that shit. And uh, what was the other guy? Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon. And all that. Yeah. Ugh. All that shit. And I was watching all that. I mean, we were just getting ripped. I mean, I, ne- I didn't stay. I've never stayed. Uh, well, no, I've stayed for full games. But I never stayed locked into a game the way that I did in that Giants game because I knew it was close. Yeah. I've, I, don't know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep this in. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask if I'm allowed to say this. But um, I'll give it a little dead air just in case. <laughs> and there it is. Okay. So... Uh, I go to see our friend Cam. Uh, shout out Dr. Cam, strength of spine, chiropractic. Thank God for you, or else I wouldn't be able to be sitting like this for <laughs> any longer than 10 minutes. Uh, so I go in there to get adjusted, and he goes, Did you see who's out there just now? Like, in the because he's he works with like another training, another another trainer, and she works with uh, athletes as, as does uh, Cam, and there's a batting cage there with a bunch of like different workout machines and things like that where you know people just go for sports rehab and like you know tune-ups and things like that when they're in the off season um i was like no who was over there he goes um jose batista and melky cabrera i'm taking batting practice in there i was like what i was like i didn't even fucking know that that was there so whoa yeah he's in there just ripping the ball i'm like i'm hearing it in the in the cages and i'm like jesus christ who's hitting in here he goes oh it's that's jose batista Wow. So he's hitting in the batting cage, but that's so nuts. I went to him. I went to him this la- this past week, and uh, he's there again with Melky. Which, by the way, Joey Bats has not lost one ounce of muscle tone. Like really, he's jacked. He's fucking huge. He bumped shoulders with me. And he goes, "How you doing, man?" I was like, "Hey, how you doing? What's up?" And that was it. And then I go back in the office, and Cam sits down. He goes, "Did you see the video of him getting punched in the face?" I was like, I'm "Yeah, of course." <laughs> I was like, dude, I've seen it. I've seen it a hundred times. Like, of course, I've seen that shit. Of course. <laughs> I mean, that's the first thing so I think fucking, of. I know that's used to get clocked. And I told Cam, I was like, listen, I wasn't gonna say anything, but that's pretty fucking funny that both of you yeah. and I were on the same oh, like man. wavelength with that. Wow. It's so goddamn funny. 
So yeah, he he said that. So uh, all right. Seen this glasses like it yeah. like, fall oh, off his dude. face and like yeah, Odor. Odor, roughneck. Yeah. He's on the Yankees now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I heard about that. Mm. Yeah. Um, my favorite live sporting event that I've been to. Less about the game, but um, as you know, we just recent, not really recently, but um, we're a little over the one year anniversary when Kobe uh, passed away. Yeah, when he was. Uh, when he died in the helicopter accident, I was on my way to a magic game when that went on. Oh yeah! And I got to tell you, man, I don't, th- <clears throat> I don't think anything will ever be as special as being in the arena during a time like that, where it was so important to honor such an amazing athlete. I mean, say what you will about his past. I understand it's a little shady for some people. I get it. I understand that. So was Michael Jackson's, but Thriller still fucking slaps, okay? Um, Kobe was one of the best basketball players that we've ever seen. And we didn't really see the entirety of his career because we were we were very we were very young uh, when he was drafted. But the fact that it was... Like, he, he, he was our MJ. Yeah. He, he was our MJ. That's, that's fact. And he, yeah. finally, yeah. he finally got out of the league. He finally stopped obsessing over being the best. He finally stopped living in MJ's shadow. He finally stopped competing against LeBron. He finally was done living overworking himself. Yeah. And a year and a half, two years, how, how long was it? Four, maybe three years? It was like three years. Three years later, all of a sudden he's tragically taken. And his daughter too, Gigi, man. Like, it was, God, it was so intense. That's, that's the worst part about all of it. Just the fact that she, she was with him it too. Was, like, and all those other people too, yeah. man. And I like, mean, it's... And, and Kobe... It's crazy. Kobe had a lot of high hopes for her. Like she was gonna do big things. She was she was probably gonna change the WNBA and like, she, she, like and he was, was too. Yeah, he was he was an ambassador for them, man, because he really loved what they were doing um, in terms of competition wise, and he was building a league for her. I wouldn't have been I know. I, if he wasn't tragically taken from us. I would not have been surprised if he decided to own a team in the WNBA. Wouldn't Would be not surprised. be surprised at all. He had the money for it. He had yeah, the dough for it. For yeah, sure. and you know what, man? It, it was it was really special to see two teams that used to get their fucking ass kicked by this man just go. You're for you're, real. You're Literally. the greatest that we've seen. Yeah, yeah. stole the finals from us. Uh, well, I don't know about Even stealing, steal. but he he, 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 he grabbed it. He, he, he grabbed it from us because <laughs> yeah. we're just like both sitting there, and he just. Yeah, no, that, he didn't. We didn't do anything no, about didn't. it. That was that was tough. But like, and the Clippers are just like the the ugly stepchild of that city. So, <laughs> like, I mean, it is. <laughs> that's why, like, yeah, some Microsoft guy had to come in and try and like. Dude, do he's something a wild. He's a wild man on he the side. He is. I like dude. him. I, I love watching. I, Steve. I like his. I like his like fiery attitude he, and stuff. He makes me feel better about yeah. like when I'm going to a wedding. I'm like, man, if I dance, I'm gonna look stupid. I watch him and I'm like, I'll be all right. <laughs> He's he's ridiculous. Shout out Steve. Shout out Steve Bomber. What's up, Doc? Uh, what's your favorite moment as a fan? Do you think like um, not in not in person, just something that you watched on TV? Because mine, we talked about this recently. One of mine, one of my highest moments, even though the rest of the series didn't end up going how we planned. Was that Jasmine? Oh, sorry, I don't know. I thought I heard the door unlock. Uh, it was when the Rays, uh, when Brett Phillips hit that. The the game winning base hit and Randy Randy Rosarena did the the tap on the plate. Dude. I that to me, I was so excited when that happened because I was like, God, we we've like we're in a situation where like the story is written for the Rays at the bottom of an inning with two outs. Like we're fucked. It's not gonna happen. And every every single fucking thing 
leading up to him tapping on the plate was so close to us getting like, ah, oh. <laughs> and it all ended up being the exact situation that it needed to be for us to win, which is why, dude, which is why we didn't belong in that series. <laughs> That, but it was exciting to see because it was like, holy shit, it's a local kid, you know, um, great guy, um, Brett Phillips, nicest dude, one of the nicest dudes in the league. I mean, he's just like, he's a, he's a guy that knows he's like a, you know, he's an undersized, kind of underdog dude playing in a small market team, just fighting for a spot, you know? Right. And, you know, uh, Randy Rosarina having the greatest, one of the greatest postseasons we've ever seen since fucking what Barry Bonds something like that I'm I mean like, like Jesus yeah. Christ man and you know who god I hope he didn't juice I hope to god he didn't juice I don't juice. think so nah, <gasps> he, nah you know apparently during COVID he was doing a lot of push-ups just work push-ups right? and yeah, chicken yeah, and rice yeah, dude yeah, yeah. isn't that insane Arroz they, con pollo. Yeah. <laughs> they, yes. saw, they saw him come out of quarantine they were like holy fuck dude yeah. <laughs> what have you been eating yeah he's like I don't know how to cook I just been making chicken and rice yeah. <laughs> and doing 200 push-ups a day yeah. 200 push-ups a day and chicken and rice. That's all he did. And he is He's fucking ripped. I hope we can find oh a way to keep God. that man, but man. It's not going to happen. Tall task. But no. It's not going to happen. But, I yeah. like I agree like in terms of every single moment I've had as like a Tampa Bay, Orlando all fan, mm-hmm. that moment like was probably the like the moment like it was my, so exciting the the most excited I've ever been as a fan because like the craziness of the moment because I did like all the stuff that led up to it oh yeah I remember watching it with a couple of my buddies and it was, was a like, fucking disaster and for I was so like long. I was like this could still happen this yeah. could still happen this yeah. could still happen Everybody's and then, like all right calm down yeah and, and then the craziness ensued and my friend has two like dogs like just like chilling upstairs we went so fucking buck those yeah. dogs were like. They wouldn't shut up the rest of the night. And I was like, dude, I'm sorry. He's like, I don't care, bro. We, yeah, that was, was one of the craziest endings to a game ever. Like, no, I, I, was at, I was at Nolan's when that happened. And I uh, was listening to some live music kind of popping back and forth across the street and everything. And uh, I remember watching that happen. I watched, I watched the ball go through. And then I'm like, huh? And then I watched the miss throw. I'm like, huh? And, and, the and then the flip. And then the trip. And then yeah. the ball passing the catcher. I'm like, holy fuck. It was like oh, five different things had to happen. Goodness. For us. Yeah. I'll tell you though the one of the one of the best um, moments also is a is a raise moment when Evan Longoria hit the walk off in in one sixty three one sixty three yeah yeah, oh my yeah. God, the, walk- the tiebreaker game to go yeah the same day the Red Sox just blew it completely blew it, blew like, it. yeah yeah everything that's the other thing too man the Rays are a super dude. lucky team man we're just we're scrappy man we're I, in there dude I remember that day. I don't remember that day because I was really messed up that day, but like it was. Oh, sorry, mom. <laughs> no, but it was like, um, <laughs> God, my friend, well, my roommate was a Red Sox fan too, so he was like, we we're both on opposing ends of the aisle there, and like yeah. it was. God, I couldn't forget that moment. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. What do you think your? So you said your most heartbreaking moment was the UCF USF game UCF. because that changed everything. You want to know mine, and it's not even close. I think I know, and what it, it has is. nothing to do with any of my teams. I think I know exactly because what I it have is. such a deep rooted hatred for this. I team. know exactly. I don't what give it a is. shit if you're watching this and you're a Heat fan. You understand. I know you already, what it is. You know what you're getting into. We're like what 45 minutes in, or whatever. You already know that I'm going to bring this up. Okay, Ray Allen, the Ray Allen. Three. I knew it. I knew it, dude. I collapsed. I knew. It. I collapsed because I was watching. I was watching this young kid, 20 year old kid named Kawhi Leonard take it to this team and just say fuck you get out of the fucking way i got this shit and he and he blew it 
He made he missed the free throws. Missed the free throws, and they were. I mean, I remember like texting my dad about this. I'm like, I watched, dude. I cannot tell you how many fucking times I've watched the replay of this game, and thinking in my head, how the fuck did they blow this? They're up five. Up he missed a free throw. F- uh, they're up five at the end of the that. game, and they do this. Missed free throws, and then like just they they were blessed with with it was with, with Chris Bosh's greatest rebound of his life. So correct me if I'm wrong. The three was to tie it to take it into overtime. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the three took them into overtime. This was game six too. It wasn't game seven. And yeah. I told I told my my girlfriend at the time, my ex girlfriend, who was also a Magic fan, but she's also fucking <laughs> whatever. We're gonna have to bleep that out too. <laughs> She just had a baby. Congrats. <laughs> Not my fucking problem. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, so she. God, I'm gonna get in so much trouble for that. Oh boy, Jasmine's gonna be. Like, are we sure? Are we sure we want to put that in there? Uh, so we were watching it together, and I told her I was like, "Listen, if they don't win this game, Game Seven, the Heat are gonna win. Duh. They gotta win. They gotta win Game Six. They gotta win Game Six in Miami. I remember watching the whole scene. I remember." I, I remember this. I went. I was so hungry because I was. Well, I was drinking obviously during the game. I was so hungry. I we drove to like the McDonald's down the street at halftime because I, I I was like, this is it. It's over. Yeah. I was like, they fucking blew it. They're up. They're down three two at home. They're about to blow this game. They're a mentally weak team. They're soft. They can't play any defense. They have no weapons against Popovich's offensive scoring or offensive schemes and Kawhi's scoring and they're they're uh you know veteran leadership they don't they don't have it yet so i'm i'm already like riding high i'm like they're they're done because i think the i think they were they were they were losing at halftime by i want to say double digits i think they were down quite a bit going into halftime in that game i could be wrong so somebody has somebody might have to fact check me on that but i i remember them i remember that boy we need a sad boy i know right i remember them being dixie give me some stats I remember them being down and me just feeling comfortable enough to be like, I don't need to watch it anymore. And I come back and they're kind of chipping away. They're chipping away. But then the Spurs swing. They make a swing and they have a momentum shift at the end of the game in the fourth quarter. And it's like, this is it, man. And you can see the panic in Miami Heat's fans. And the only saving grace that happened in this game, do you remember the best part about this game? Is that in typical Miami Heat fashion, these fucking idiots all left oh, before the game was Man, over. And, then, and then when they hear the roar of the crowd, they go, I want to get back in. No, fuck you, dude. You left You left the fucking team that you bought a playoff ticket for. You deserve to be in the parking lot, you dumb oh, no. piece of shit. Oh, we're going to beat traffic. It's game six in the finals. Get the fuck out of here, you dipshit. No, you can't come, you can't come back in. And they were, I remember they were, fi- they were roping off the, the courtside seats because they were about to they had the fucking champagne on ice dude they were ready they They were were ready ready. to go yeah and then (gasps) and then and then the heat got blessed and then the heat and then the year after that though we got smacked they got it back yeah they got got it back back. that was lebron cramp year (gasps) yeah they turned the ac down no wasn't that the oh by the way uh shout out clearwater high school you guys did the same fucking thing that's what dude it they did that shit are you serious swear to god Wow. I when I so when I started to hear about that in the thing and like during the game, I'm like, oh yeah. I was like, yeah, that's a normal thing. Dude, Clearwater used to pump their shit up so fucking high. So when we'd come in there, we would just be dead. But they practiced in that. 
they practiced in that like heavy jersey, real sweaty, and I was like, I was psychos. I was never. I I mean, but also Clearwater had these guys that like never touched a weight in their whole life. (laughs) O'Carl White, who I think is still on the Golden State Warriors practice or like their their G League team. He still plays in the developmental league. I mean, he was he was on the bench for uh, somebody um, in the bubble last year. I don't think he played, but he was he was on the bench for Pro- sure. Probably the he's most, on a roster. He's on an NBA roster. The most the most coveted Pinellas County prospect since Maurice Spates. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Gibbs High School. What's up? Yeah, was he Gibbs? He was Gibbs, right? I think so. Was yeah. he Gibbs High School? Yeah. Most Spates, man. God, speaking of the speaking of most Spates, let's talk about. The magic for a second. All right, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. He was our. That was dude. He was our like top scorer one year. I know, right? Like, and I was he, like, he dude, was, how the fuck is this even possible? He was a quarter marksman. All right. Um, <laughs> for for me, I wrote this down because I just think it's interesting to see how you. What's the what's the sporting uh what's the sport that you've been to the most stadiums of? Probably football. Football. Yeah. Football. What have you What have you been to? And what do you want to go to? Oh, there's there's so many NFL stadiums oh, I yeah. need to go to. Like, first and foremost, like I need to go to Lambo. Oh, I know. I was gonna yeah. say that's La- the first La- one. Lambo is the first place I want to go to. I know some people out there. They might be able to hook you up. Hey. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, and like a bunch of college stadiums too. Like. Oh yeah. yeah like uh, I mean, I went USC. To USC would be cool. Like the 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 Coliseum. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God! Yeah. I don't want to go to any of these crappy stadiums like Michigan, Ohio State, like too cold. Nah, like I, I like believe it or not, I would actually be down, you know, if they'll accept me. Like Brian Denny Stadium, Alabama. Like I, oh, I, yeah. I, I would be down. Yeah, I, I would be down in the right circumstance. Yeah, it would just that'd be fun. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. actually I think they're playing USF not this year but next year. So oh yeah, what is it? One of the first week games. Something like that. Yeah, you know, Alabama plays like fucking ITT Tech. You know, they what's signed, the spread on that? They, Eighty-one and a half. So they, if you had to, if you had to pick, what's the what's the most like what what stadium stands out to you as like your favorite of all time that I've been in? Yeah, I mean, probably the stadium I've spent the most time in. Is it Ray J? It's not the best stadium to yeah. me, but like, but it means the most. It, to it you. means the most yeah, to me. I get but that. Like, and what's what's the like? I need to go to nice stadiums. There's no nice stadiums in the state. I've like I've only been to three yeah, NFL. It's, it's just like well, Miami's is nice too. But what Miami does is they trick you into doing other things to be there for a sporting event. I remember when they were yeah. building the new Marlins stadium. It was like, hey, by the way, we have three bars, a nightclub, a fucking bowling alley. Dude, we're just watch the fucking game. Yeah, just watch the game. If you guys were good, or if you knew, like they just pander to the fans. That they know that are not gonna fucking give a shit about this, at all. Yeah, at all. I mean, I, I can't even. I, just, this is just gonna turn into a bunch of Miami hate. <laughs> of course it is, dude. I've talked I, on almost every single podcast we've had, every episode. I've talked so much shit about that city because I fucking hate when I have to go down there. I've I've been down there a few times with friends, and it's okay to a point, but like. The worst human beings are there. Like it's it's probably my least favorite city I've ever been to. And I've talked to people that are from there that are like, yeah, it's fucking horrible. I mm-hmm. never go in there. Okay, so what do you th- what do you think the most untouchable record is? Individual, for for the sake of time. Mm. I mean, I don't see anybody else touching Russ's stuff. Like, yeah, it's just, it's tough, man. And then like if we're the. If I'm venturing into other sports, then like, so 
I have to ask you this because this is actually an interesting story that I heard on another podcast that I think is funny. Do you know the whole thing about Cal Ripken's game streak? Have you heard the conspiracy theories behind this? Mm-mm. So there was one game where like it was in the middle of the uh, the streak that the Orioles had like a power outage in the beginning of the game and they had to delay the game. And allegedly, I've I've heard this on like a couple different podcasts and a couple other people have told me about it and like uh, write ups about this. Allegedly, what what I what they think happened, and this is totally unofficial. This is not a fact. This is just a, a, a conspiracy theory. What they think happened is they pulled the plug on the power to the stadium because Cal Ripken was late and wasn't at the stadium, and they could they didn't want to start the game without him. So, in order to avoid the streak being broken, they just pulled the plug on wow. some shit and waited for him to get there. Really? Yeah, dude. Oh it's, man, that's that's up. it's a it's a it's, it's alleged. I don't know if it's true, but yeah. If I'm thinking honestly of like yeah. the most untouchable record, like you know, I'm always delving into football. You know that. Oh, um, of course, of course. It probably like I think Eli has this. It's like probably the most consecutive starts for a quarterback. Oh, I really? Think, I think he beat out uh, Brett Favre. I'll look it up. Wow, the most starts for a quarterback. It's interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up too. That's pretty crazy, dude. What do you think about the home run record? Uh, I mean, the all time. What do you th- well? I mean, first of all, what do you think about juicing as it is? Like, do you think it's a serious? Do Do you think it needs to be as a serious issue as it is? Do you think people should be penalized as greatly as they are for juicing? Because to be honest with you, I fucking love watching home runs. I think it's great. Make it happen. You know. Yeah, but like I understand, there's, there's always an asterisk associated with it, so you can't like say like because there's some guys that like just just crushed it. They they pimped the shit out of that bowl and they crushed it. But there's other guys that like like what about a rod? What's your opinion of a rod? Like oh well, I mean come, come on, exactly. Like it's like it's less about that though. I mean yeah. it's it's the slap, it's the screaming in the ear, it's the you know just. The fact that he he made so much fucking money playing for the Yankees and sat on his fat fucking ass. The fact that he dated J-Lo, gave her a ring, and then she goes, nah, I'm good. Fucking Thanos over here. She's got so many fucking engagement rings, she can make a she can make a collection okay. out of them all. So this this streak's never going to be broken. I'm sorry. Like, what, who is it? Brett Favre, 321. Consecutive starts? Yes. Holy shit. That was before he retired? Or did he get injured? No, it was and it, broke. it was two, two, including the playoffs. It's three twenty one. Jesus, so so um, did the streak break because he left the league, or did it because injury? Of injury? injury? Okay, because because at the end of his career, he was a freaking like mm-hmm. just he's broken into shit. Like pieces. well, then he went because he went to the Jets, right? Yeah, and then he went to the Vikings. He or went something? to the Jets for a year, and then like he actually, didn't he play for the Vikings too? Yeah, for like two years. Yeah, yeah. They were close. That was wild. They, they had that was like, wild. Brett Favre AP. Dude, I remember. I remember. And he threw reading, a pick. Yeah, I, I remember. Stupid Saints got their Super Bowl because of it. I remember reading stories about like um, I can't remember who the receiver was, but it was like when he first reported to camp in Green Bay. Might have been like Donald Driver or something like that. I don't think it was him. It might have been somebody before him, but it was a guy. Um, they were practicing little, you know, little short routes over the middle. Mm-hmm. And Brett Favre was throwing the ball so fucking hard and so tight as a spiral that he was breaking guys' ribs in practice. <laughs> that they had to like extra, they had to throw extra pads on them because he was he w- he had a cannon for an arm. I mean, that's wild. 
Like I can't. I've never broken a rib, but I can only imagine how bad it feels when it's coming from the other end of a football being thrown by Brett Favre. That's got to be nuts because it's got to happen so fast. You're like. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just gonna brace myself before I get oh hit by that shit. Good that's lord, crazy! Like I wouldn't be able to breathe for weeks normally. Like if I get yeah, hit by no, a Brett Favre, like no kidding, dart, man. And that God. dude could spin it. Yeah, like, he like, could. Yeah, like, and like even when he was old, he wasn't like throwing Peyton Manning no, ducks dude. either. Like no, like Tom throws ducks at his age too. Tom yeah. definitely throws ducks. Like yeah, well he's never been a long ball guy. Yeah. So, but yeah, do you need another beer? I'll be good. Yeah. You good? Yeah, I'm good. You need another one? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, we're gonna take a short break. I'm gonna make sure everything's rolling. We're gonna be we're gonna be right back in just a second. I'm gonna refill his and clean up some of this trash, and we'll be back in just a sec. Okay. All right, we're back. Sorry, we had to uh, get some new beers. Oh shit, is that an old beer now? I, I that's all right. I, I did a trash run. There. It's all right. Cleaning up the table a little bit. We're uh, having some beers, drinking some high lies, and. Um, we got a couple more. I got a couple more questions, but this has been this has been a fun sports episode, man. Thank you for thank you for being a Thanks part of it. Thanks for having me. This wasn't fun. This is good, man. Back. So <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about your favorite athlete or coach, GM, whatever sports figure that you've met. Favorite okay. favorite person in the sporting world that you've met? Because I have some I have some pretty funny stories about this. <laughs> for the world, <laughs> for the bucks. The bucket hat. The bucket hat. Hell yeah. Did I ever tell you about the time I met John Gruden? Mm -mm. I haven't told you this? Mm. Wow. I met John Gruden too. Oh, really? Okay. At the AMC 24 Veterans Movie Theater. Shout out AMC. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. I met John Gruden at Tampa International. Did you really? Yeah. He seems to hang out there quite a bit. Yeah. So I was um, with my brother. We were picking up my aunt from the airport. It was early in the morning. Did she get randomly selected as well? I probably not. God, I hope not. (laughs) Probably not. I would hope not either, because she's 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 like short and like I don't think uh, she she bears any threats to anybody in any God. possible way. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Some of these some hey. of these TSA people are out looking for blood. Hey, you know what they say? Looks can be deceiving. That's you right. Know, hey, That's right. Yeah, you always got to be on your toes. Mm-hmm. So we were at Tampa International picking her up, and I don't have my contacts in, so I can barely see. I'm just like you know, just like yeah. roaming around, and then my brother's just like like looking over at me, and and then he like he's like, hey. You need to chill out. But your boy's over That's there. John Gruden over there. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was just like, ah. Uh. I was <sighs> I was freaked out at the moment. I was like, okay, all right, don't say anything. And then I just kept on staring at him. And like I'm like kinda like squinting, like Jameis Winston squinting, like what, yeah. what he did. Yeah. You know, God. pre pre LASIK. Thank God we don't have to deal hey, with that. Thanks shit. for getting LASIK after you left the Bucks, you piece of shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Shout out Jameis, go bum. F- go fuck God, yourself. you stink. Anyways. <laughs> God. So fucking asshole. You have fun sucking on the Saints. I never liked him. Yeah. Just for the record. I never rooted for that guy. I hope one day there's a thirty for thirty about how bad he was and how much of a fucking nightmare he was off the off the field because that he, guy has some problems. That he he did do a thirty out. for thirty in real life. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't. That's I was all. sitting right in this very spot when I watched him throw his last pass for the Buccaneers, which was a pick six. Of course, fitting. Hey, yeah. Hey, then again, Tom Brady's last throw with the Patriots was a pick six too, and look how that turned out. Hey, mm. hey, hey, hey. Mm. All right, I'm, let's go back and talk about Chuck before <laughs> no, I get no, sad. No. <laughs> Hey, it led to a Super Bowl for us. <laughs> that's not, true, that's true. No, but like, so, like, you know, I'm staring at him and like... What part know, of the mall is this in? This is at the airport, so like... We're oh, at the, at the, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're at the airport, so we're, we're just sitting there like, 
he's obviously waiting for somebody. He's talking to some lady over there. I'm just staring at him. I'm just staring at him, kind of squinting. And then, like, you know, eventually he, he looks yeah. over at me. Yeah. And then he, like, comes over to me, and then he starts talking. I'm like... He Wait, comes, he started talking to you, like, he, unprompted? Well, like, he came over to me, and then, like, I kind of walked over to him. And yeah, then, he's like, like, hey, do you kick? <laughs> <laughs> we need a guy. <laughs> I will for you. <laughs> you gave me... Was he coaching the Bucks at the time? No, he was still working for ESPN, though. Okay, okay. So, like... Um, so like I start talking, I'm like, "Hey, coach, how's it going?" No I fucking way. Yeah, yeah, and I, 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 can I be honest? I don't even remember exactly what I said there, but oh, I no, do. You, I, do yeah. I do remember how like the conversation ended though. Like we were, like I was like talking about. I'm like, "Hey, coach, you need to come back to Tampa. We're missing you over here." Like he's like, "Nah, you guys are all right, all right." Yeah. And then like, who I, was coaching at the time? Was it Cutter? Yeah. And obviously, I wasn't too fond of him. Boy, so yeah, <laughs> that's a whole different conversation. But then, it, like, but, it is. But then, yeah, like, he's, he's like, and then, like, John Gruden, being the typical John Gruden, he is, like, you know, mm-hmm. started asking me. He's like, so he's like, you watch my show at all? He's like, you know who I'm about to get on the show? The old gunslinger, Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Yeah, yeah. So, wait, what show? It was like the QB camp. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, 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 QB yeah. Camp. yeah. Dude, I will say that that is probably that was probably one of my favorite segments on ESPN when he would draw up a play and then wipe it clean and go, okay, r- draw exactly what I just drew, mm-hmm. and then people would just be like, like they would just do it. I'm like, what? Yeah, dude, quarterbacks. I think I think, and back me up on this because I think we've talked about this before. But if not, if you disagree, disagree. I want to hear your uh, debate on this, but I think it, in my personal opinion, I think the hardest position in all of sports is a quarterback in the NFL. I mean, I think it's the most difficult position in, in any sport at all. You're literally like a goalie in hockey in is, is pretty tough too, offense. but like, yeah, you gotta be, you you're gotta in charge know of like everything. Nine, you're in charge of 10 people. You're an extension of the coach. You're in charge of 10 people. And you have to know what the other 11 guys on the other side of the ball are doing at all times. And you're you telling know? them what to do. Yeah. It's, it's on your command. I think it's, I think that's the, the, that's to me, in my opinion, I mean, look, it's, it's open for discussion. I, I never played football, so maybe that's why I think it's so difficult, but um, I, I've always had mad respect for like quarterbacks that can excel at a high level in in the NFL. I've always I've always been like I've always been huge fans of people that are consistently good. It's hard for me to think of anything that's harder to like actually play. Like, it, from, yeah, like it is, from right? like a, like a cerebral standpoint, you yeah, have to know yeah. so much. Oh you my have god! To, and like you know, you have like four or five guys on the other side, like just linemen just coming at you, yep. guns blazing, and, yep. and you got to bank on the fact the five guys in front of you are protecting you and yep. making sure you're okay. You got to... Which for the Bucks, not always the case. <laughs> until, until this year. Until this year, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't care what people say, like, Tom Brady wasn't the most important acquisition for us. It was Tristan Wirfs. Wirfs was, I mean, that guy was solid. I, I'm not saying that Jameis would have taken us to the Super Bowl if Tristan yeah. Wirfs was protecting us, yeah. like him. But like we would have made the playoffs for, for sure. Yeah, for sure. That yeah. guy was so valuable. No, he us. added a lot of time back there, man. And that was on his. Uh, he's a child. Yeah, he's a fucking he was, child. Was he? He was out for a little bit this year, though, right? Was he hurt a little bit? No, that's Vita Veo. Vita. Well, Vita was yeah. banged up, but yeah, yeah. But I thought that. No, I think I, I think he played the whole year. I couldn't remember. Yeah, you're probably you you, you know more than me, so that's right. Okay, so. So uh, he says, Brett Favre's going on the program, and then what do you do? And then he's like, yeah, the gold gunslinger. Are you, are you going to check it out? I'm like, yeah, coach, coach, I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll go. Whatever you say. And then, like, about, and then, like we dabbed up. No way. Yeah. Did you call him Chucky? I just called him Coach. Good move. I just called him Coach. I don't want to call him Chucky. <laughs> that shit scares me. I hated that movie. I love it. Oh, my yeah. God. I woke up, dude, I woke up in the middle of the night. Um... 
sorry, I just I just saw a text roll through. That is definitely a story that I want to hear later. <laughs> I'm sorry about being distracted. But um I woke up in the middle of the night to that movie one time. Like I, I used to fall asleep with the TV on at my grandparents' house. And my grandmother and I we used to watch like CSI. I was a big, big fan of that. I loved uh the original, the Vegas CSI. Not that CSI Miami bullshit. All right. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was it was still pretty good, but the original Vegas was was my shit. I loved it. I thought it was great. So we'd watch that in the middle of the night on Spike TV. RIP to Spike TV. I think it's like Paramount now, right? I think it's Paramount Network. Yeah, some, something. Some so yeah. I fell asleep and I woke up to a scene from Chucky where he's just wrecking people, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> three in the morning, and I'm like nine or ten years old. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it's a doll <laughs> just stabbing people. Yeah. I, I remember this vividly. I remember <clears throat> getting up and like that was the first thing I saw on the TV. I'm like, this is so fucked. And I mean, I've talked about this on the podcast before. I'm very easily spooked. Me and too, I don't bro. know where it comes from, but I am very quickly terrified by uh, like. Never been a horror movie. If guy. Jasmine is out of my eyesight in this house, I will go Jasmine from a from another room to make sure she's not hiding and trying to scare me, because she's got footage of it and it's fucking bad. <laughs> and then on the on on the other side, when I go when I walk around the house, and I'll go like, Hey, baby, you already leave? She goes, Jesus, I I didn't know you were there. I'm like, I'm I'm just asking you a question. What are you talking about? <laughs> But she goes out of her way to scare me. I do it accidentally where I'm just like, hey, how you doing? And she's like, oh, my God, you scared me. Like, I'll be sitting in silence and I'll go, ah, like, start laughing. And she's like, oh, oh my God. So scary. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. So, okay, so John Gruden, most memorable guy oh. that you met. I met him. I, so I met him, My dad actually did at the movie theater. Yeah. We're sitting in line. And uh, I've, I've seen, like, Tampa's a hotbed for a lot of uh coaches and athletes that retire like a lot of them tony dungy yeah a lot of them yeah. a lot of them come around here i'm pretty sure pretty sure at some point i met tony dungy like when i was when i was young i can't remember if i did or not but i i'm pretty sure because he spent so much time around the area you know uh and I, I feel like i did i can't remember if i i did or not but anyway um i yeah my dad met him at the movie theater he was like what's up coach how you doing he shook his hand or whatever he's a super cool guy just super chill going to see some movie with his wife Whatever, um, and it was really cool. I met, um, not not really met. I just shook his hand. My dad, my dad would always do this. My dad would be like, "Oh, I'm gonna go up and say hi to him." I'm like, "I don't think they want you to do that." <laughs> my dad was. We were at a uh, we're at a Harlem Globetrotters game with uh, Jared and my dad. And uh, shout out, Jared. Shout out, shout out. What's up, Jared? Uh, yeah, we were at a Harlem Globetrotters game at the Amelie Arena, and Mariano Rivera was there. And so we we saw Mariano Rivera. Yeah. I wow! Mean, yeah. All right. Yeah, man. It was pretty crazy. Did you say he's, anything there? He's a like, lot bigger than you think. You saw it. He's very tall. He's a tall guy. He's like six five or something. I don't know if he's six five, but he's he's pretty tall. But he's yeah, a big boy. I, I was yeah. like, holy shit! I was like, it's Mo. What up, dude? Mm. Yeah. And um, so let me. I I, I got to tell you a couple of my funny stories. So, <laughs> uh, the most memorable at like the most memorable coach that I've met, I met Doc Rivers at a USF tournament. No in, shit. in high school over summer. I think I've told you this story. I think you might have, yeah. Because uh, Silv and I had a conversation about this recently. Not Well, not recently, but... Shout out, Silv. What up, Silv? How you doing, Doc? <laughs> uh, he, um, I sent him a text, and I said, I met Doc Rivers at the game, uh, right before the game that I played when I broke my hand. 
And then he goes, he sends me back, Doc Rivers broke your hand. <laughs> I was like, no, no. I met Doc, I met Doc Rivers. So Doc was leaning, this was when, um, this was June, probably late June of 2010, I want to say. So this is uh, maybe 2009, 2009, maybe, 2008, coming, coming off a recent NBA championship from Doc Rivers. Which is wild to me. Like in in that time in my head, I'm like, I don't, I don't consider how monumental this is to meet an NBA championship coach, you know, like a, like a like a champion. I met I met a guy who led the fucking underdog Celtics to a to an NBA championship. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm shaking his hand, and I was like, my dad was like, what are you doing here? He was like, I'm watching my son play. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, I'm watching. I'm watching Austin play. Austin Rivers, who plays for the Denver Nuggets now, and I'm sitting at the top. This is at the USF Main Court. He's playing for one of the big elite teams. Like it was a. I think he's a Winter Park kid. I yeah, think went, I think he was Winter Park. I think yeah. He, yeah. yeah. So he, I was watching him, and he was, dude, he was dunking on people like <laughs> this kid, like fucking 15, 16 years old. Because I'm pretty sure that we're the same age. I'm pretty sure. I think maybe he might be. I think he might be. Like, yeah, he might be. I'm gonna look it up. I'm pretty sure we're the same age. But so I, I shook his hand. I talked to him. My dad was like, "Oh, this guy's a big Magic fan or whatever." And I was like, "Oh, why are we talking about this?" So, <laughs> so I, I started talking about the uh, same age. Same age. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, August 192. Damn, Dang. he's the same age. He's a couple months good young, eye. younger. <clears throat> yeah. So I was watching him play for whatever AAU team, and this was the I met him the game before I, you know, I got frustrated. I came out of a game and I punched a chair and my hand, <laughs> my hand exploded. <laughs> It's not good. I used to be a lot more angry than I was now. Hey, I love man. when people say I love when people say that to me though. That that to me, like I'm not an angry guy anymore. I've seen it on the I basketball would, court. Dude, I, I remember. I yeah. I, I just I had to like scream to calm you down I too. Started, I was like, Come on, Pop Dog. I almost, I almost started the fight. Yeah, you about I, to throw some heads. Well the problem is, you know, I don't like people touching the ball when it goes through the basket on their side. You know, mm. it's not your fucking. Don't touch. The, don't touch my shit. I've gotten. I've gotten ejected from games for saying <laughs> that. You have. <laughs> we played rec league in the off season. With some fucking idiot. I was like, don't touch my fucking ball, dude. Because <laughs> he would make a layup and then he would take it out of the basket and throw it in the corner. I'm like, bitch, you ruining my fast break. I was like, get the fuck out of the way, man. What it was a, a little. You know. You know who teched me up for that and gave me a double tech and forgot to eject me from the game. You remember uh, the the little. Uh, um, I think he was they caught he's oh god this is this is bad i'm gonna have to bleep this out <laughs> they used to co- i'm gonna cover my mouth i'm gonna cover my mouth so they used to call him <laughs> the referee oh the little the short guy the really short guy the beard and stuff Mm-mm. no he was uh i think he was like hawaiian or filipino <laughs> or something i can't remember what he was i'm gonna have to bleep this out this is so fucking bad so he he refed all over the county like all over the county, he refed. He refed rec basketball. He was uh, one of the umpires in uh, my dad. My dad coached Tarpon High School's softball team at one point, and oh, he really? was he was that. an umpire. Yeah, he was an umpire for that league too. Hey. He was a volleyball ref. He was a ref in everything. And this guy, so I said, I I. <laughs> I know the guy's name too that I did this to, and he's a fucking <laughs> punk ass bitch for doing this. But I won't say it on here because I don't even need to give him the time of day. But fuck him. But anyway, me and my buddy Dylan, who I've mentioned on quite a few podcasts recently, um, shout out to Dylan again. Dylan and I were playing in a rec league, and his dad was the coach. 
and we were playing against this team for a championship. And this kid kept getting the ball and he kept throwing it out of the basket, kept getting the ball, throwing it out of the basket. Every time he'd, you know, make a post move on a guy and then he, you know, score a layup or, or somebody hit a three, whatever, he grabbed the ball out of the basket where I was supposed to get it. And then he would throw it somewhere like where it's not supposed to be. Okay. So, or he'd throw it to the ref or something like that. Yeah. And he ruined our fast break because I'm going, I'm waiting for the ball to drop out of the net because this is how, this is how Blas used to teach us in high school. Five, the five man, the center, as soon as that ball gets out of the net, Grab it, go, and we're pre- we're pressing. Made shot, missed shot. We're pressing all the fucking time because we ran we ran at five thirty in the goddamn morning every fucking day for like six weeks. So we were in good shape. We could we could run with most teams, but I mean, at some point, it's it's all about size and athleticism. Yep. So we we start doing this, and the guy keeps throwing the ball out in the basket, and um, I I said to him after like three times, I was like, "Don't touch that shit." Like that, and the ref goes boop, and like texts me up, gives me one, and then I said, "Why are you giving me a tech? He's the one taking the ball of the fucking basket like that." And he goes, "Boop, there's another one." <laughs> He's like, "Go sit down." So, for those of you that don't know, a technical foul in a game uh, is it's a disciplinary foul. So if you hit somebody really hard, if you cuss, if you throw a ball of the ref, if you do something, if you do something that's if you throw not, a temper tantrum, yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. you throw a temper tantrum, like I'm famous for, if you if you do that, it's you know, it, it's, a, it's a disciplinary call. It's like a personal foul. And, and Essentially, if you do something that's yeah. considered out of line of the ref, yeah. you're, you're done. Like, yeah. You get the tech. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so two techs and you reject it. Okay? So what he did yeah. what he did was he gave me two back-to-back, which, by the way, I went to referee school for a little bit because I worked at the Y. They used to tell us all the time, and you'll see this in the NBA in college too, if you give a guy the first tech, you better not be the guy that gives him the second tech. It's all, I don't know what it is. And then it's you, a it's an issue of how disrespectful they are because they if you if you do the second one then it's just like a, oh it's he's got it out for me kind of thing I don't know what it I don't know why because like there's there's definitely reasons why you should be able to give a guy two texts for sure but sometimes that's just not the case and so two texts is an ejection but we're playing in a rec league it's this is like this is our like off like off season kind of like you know we're, we're getting as many people from the east lake team that we can like you know a few guys that lived in the area that wanted to play that were in the age group and um so he gives me two texts and he goes to sit down and steve his dad is sitting next to me and i go i talked to his dad and i was like can i go back in the game he goes i don't think he i don't think he knew that you're supposed to get tossed so you can check back into the game if you want <laughs> so this fucking idiot didn't toss me out of the game so i go back in the game five minutes later and the other coach is like what the fuck is he doing in the game <laughs> So I'm in the game, and it's, you know, we lost anyway, but, it, I mean, it doesn't matter. Because he, he forgot to toss me out of the game. Of he forgot he forgot to eject me. I'm yeah. going to have to cut that story down, because that is, <laughs> I, forgot how, I forgot how bad that was. Okay, all right. Uh, okay, we're going to do, do the last question. Okay. And since in honor of this still being the Scratch Track podcast, even though we're doing the sports episode and we're not doing the uh you know the vinyl theme and the music theme um a scratch track as we discussed before the mics heated up again it's a uh it's essentially something that you have as like a frame of reference so you know what to do what not to do things like that so if if there was a scratch track that you had for each of your major teams and we're going to go down the line here if we had if the bucks had a scratch track what would their scratch track be to you? Because I have I have one for each of my teams. I thought about this today. I have a few. Obviously, the Magic, which we didn't really we didn't really even talk about the Magic that much. No, we really didn't. But we'll we'll get into this at, 
for for here for sure because <laughs> I got a lot to fucking talk about with this. So with the Bucks, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I would probably say like not giving Tony Dungy a more fair, <sighs> more of a fair shake. Honestly, that's a good, that's a good one, man. I didn't even think about. If that I'm one. going that far in the time, because like, mm-hmm. what is is John Gruden worthy of like trusting at that point? Like, yeah. you, like I mean, like, hey, want us a, want us a ship, dog. Yeah, but like, there's there's people like my brother that's always gonna say, "Oh, there's an asterisk. He knew yeah. all the plays and stuff." No, it there's not even an, really matter. There's like, not an asterisk. There's an asterisk on Houston's championship. There's an asterisk on Barry Bonds's hit record or home run record. There's not an asterisk on a championship when everybody followed the rules. Exactly. Um, it's just a, it's just a different situation. Yeah. We didn't cheat. We didn't do anything differently. We, we just, just got we a just, little lucky. We fucked over a coach that just, was yeah. one of the best guys in the community that we've ever had. Yeah, he was the nicest dude in the fucking world. Like what are you talking about? And like you know, he eventually got his due. He got his ring, but like it would have been it would have been nice to see him get it in Tampa because like yeah. that that dude is born and bred. Like that he's not born, he's bred. Like this is his place. Yeah. This is his place. My scratch track for the Bucks was drafting a kicker in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> What's We're up, drafting Robbie? Drafting a kicker, period. Jesus Christ, because they never learned from their lesson. Because they drafted listen, another kicker. Listen, silver yeah. li- silver lining about Aguayo. Okay, he's probably going to be selling insurance soon. You know those those companies they play a lot of co-ed kickball. You know <laughs> maybe he'll be the golden boot for that team. Who knows? Maybe he'll be maybe he'll be the answer. You know maybe he's doing nothing with his life because he didn't do anything in the league either. So. What do you what do you think about the Bolts? What's the what's the Bolts scratch track? They they honestly one of the best run sports franchises in in all of sports. Not just not just hockey. They were, they've been voted. I mean, best stadium, best management. I mean, okay. uh, Vinick Vinick is probably one of the best guys that's like tied to the community here. I think, in my opinion, I've never heard any really like bad stories about him or complaints. But sorry if I you mean, know, the sorry bolts, if there's something I don't know. The bolts have been a well-oiled machine, like mm-hmm. ever since like they won the cup in '04 initially, and then like they, Jasmine's family are huge bolts fans, yeah. by the way, which is super dope. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like what we've had like few good runs here and there and then like a few, it was, no a lot yeah no not, yeah. I, no i mean like leading up to like I, I think it was like going into like high school like from like 20, 2004 to like it was probably like 2011 yeah, we, we weren't that great we won in 04 was that right yeah was we won in 04 and then i remember it was our senior year um we went to the conference finals yes we lost game seven to boston we watched that game together yeah that's at, at, at finnos uh, yeah yeah yeah, at think, yeah, yeah. yeah we gotta we'll have to bleep that out too <laughs> <laughs> just in case but yeah. yeah we watched that together i remember that yeah yeah that, a lot like, of a lot of people that we still know to this day were, were there at that yeah. game i remember he was the only fucking bruins fan in that whole house yeah so and he hosted the party yeah, so he, he was did. like what's up motherfucker yeah. <laughs> it hey, was brutal well i know he's a big bucks fan though because tom came to our town of course he is of course he is what's up steven <laughs> <laughs> no but like i i would think that like if we win that game that that would change some things too oh absolutely because because i think the the bruins end up beating the canucks in seven games oh that's okay Hi. Hi. How you doing? Yeah, the the Bruins end up beating the Canucks in seven games. And yeah. like if we if we win that game, it's one nothing. Like we'll be alright. God. That was not me. That was the dog. <laughs> Actually, that was Jasmine. Jasmine what? <laughs> Why just uh, so my my thing for the Bolts was uh 
I think the scratch track is not letting Marty retire with us. I think he should have. You know Dude, what I mean? That one cuts deep for me. That one. I, I think. I feel like we should have done everything possible to let him stay and uh, and and let him let him. Uh, can I let change him mine to yours? Go down with us. <laughs> I, I mean, that was just such a heartbreak, man. It was like fuck, dude. Because all those guys, those those core guys, the, you know. He's Brad, my favorite Lightning player. Brad of all Richards. Time. I mean, I remember Hobby Bullen, uh, Lecavier, Lecavier, Kubina, Marty Kubina. Yeah, all those guys. Yeah, all those guys. I mean, they didn't. Andrew Chuck. Andrew Chuck. Dave. Yeah, I saw Dave. Speaking of, oh, he I forgot was, to he put was, that down. He's at the Nona. Yeah, he's at the Nona. God, fucking. Oh my God! I remember the manager that night blew it for me, dude. He fucking blew it. He blew it so bad. Oh, so yeah, I, I um, oh my god, I didn't even, go, I didn't even talk about mine. The, I didn't finish the the Doc River story. Okay, so I got, I got, we got to backtrack for a second because <laughs> this other one's pretty funny. So, but yeah, I, I saw Dave Andrewchuk, and and he's, you know, he's trying to be discreet. He's one of the biggest hockey stars and one of the most recognizable faces in the community. Okay, he's he still works for the Bolts. You know, is a big ass dude. Has trouble blending in yeah. a lot of places. So. I go up to the manager at the Nona that's working. He's not working there anymore, but I go up to him and I go, hey, man, I'm pretty sure that guy at the bar at the far right, I'm pretty sure that's Dave Andrzejczyk. I was like, can you go check and see the name on the tab before I go up and say hi to him? Because I wanted to just I just wanted to say hey, and I was like, hey, hope you're enjoying the music. This place got great pizza. I'll leave you alone. I'm going to go. I was legit just going to say hey and then leave. I wasn't going to be like, hey, let's hang out. Let's get a picture or whatever, because I hate when people do that. I'm, I'm a quick like bump and run, you know, kind mm-hmm. of like person unless unless they're hanging out and they're by themselves or they're like kind of doing a you know like jasmine and i have met a couple guys from her favorite band like we legit were like hanging out with a dude in the middle of the street in orlando and like having a 15 minute conversation with the guy and it was like because he was open to it like he was nice he was welcoming and like you got to get the vibe of like what these guys want and dave andrew was screaming leave me the fuck alone and the manager comes from behind the bar and he goes up to him and he goes, "Are you?" And he, Dave, just goes like this, like nods his head. He's like, Shh, "Yeah." And uh, he goes, "Oh man!" He's like, "It's crazy." I used to. I, I, funny story, man. Like, it's it's a quick story, but I, I gotta tell you. And I'm like, already, I'm like, this is fucked, man. I was like, I was the one who told you that he was there. Why aren't you letting me go up and say hey to him? So anyway, he uh, he ends up coming up and you know saying all this shit to him and like Dave's clearly bothered so i'm like oh i can't go up and say anything now so it was he blew it i would have been able to meet him <laughs> fuck but um yeah i've had a lot of, i've had a lot of run-ins my favorite my favorite run-in of anybody and this is a guy that only like big time nba players will know or M- nba fans will know and i've told you this story a hundred times i think but i met samuel d'alembert <laughs> at rock and angels one time yeah this dude's fucking enormous, okay? I'm going to post a picture with this episode, but I'm 6'4", wearing boots, and he is up here on me, dude. 7'1", maybe. At, yeah, oh, at least 7'1". Yeah. He's fucking yeah. huge, okay? So I come up to him because he's at the bar. He's sitting by himself, and we start talking basketball. We, we talked for like 30 minutes. He was super cool. Knows his shit. He was right? super of course, cool. Of course, of course. I was, and I, I broke the ice with a lie, but I wanted to get in because he knew, <laughs> he knew how old I was. I was twenty one, so I come up to him. I was like, "Hey, man, my dad loved watching you in college. You know, like, <laughs> hey, 
we're big fans or whatever he told me all about you i was like uh i was like i'm a big fan of the nba i'm like i'm a big magic fan so you know sucks that we have to play every year and knock you out in the first round <laughs> whatever like we're just sticking around with him but he was super cool so i was on I philly started, right yeah he was on philly, philly yeah. he's the one that dwight elbowed in the back of the head and got suspended for that game you remember that yeah so i asked him about that specific instance <laughs> I was like, hey, so how did that how'd that feel when he did that to you? And he goes, he said he said to me, he's like, listen, some guys like to get hit, some guys don't. And when they do stuff like that, that means they don't like to get hit during the game. And I was like, shit. So, so I asked him, this is 2014. This is coming off the heels of a Miami Heat championship and that Ray Allen corner three dagger, okay? I asked him straight up, I go, what's the deal with Chris Bosh? Is he soft or... Or what? <laughs> or what? And he looks at me and says the same thing that he said about Dwight Howard. He goes, listen, some guys like getting hit during the game. Some guys don't. I was like, let me guess which one he is. Get the Gerber food out. Yeah, dude. He, But he was giving me all the dirty on like these guys that are pussies in the in the NBA that like don't like getting hit. Because Sam was like, a, he was a big fucking guy. Like, I mean, he's he's not one of the greatest centers ever. He's not, I mean, he's not even close. But he's... He's a physical player. Big dude, physical. That's physical player, thinking. and he got phased out of the league because everybody that's a five guy now has to be able to shoot from 10 feet out unless you have four other scorers on the team that are going to give you 25 points a game. Facts. So it's, you know, anyway, I just thought that was funny. So, we'll, we, yeah, we can, we can either leave <laughs> it in or, or take D. it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so my Tampa Bay Rays scratch track, even though um, the – the I mean, Bucks one's relatively recent. The the Bolts one's not as recent, but I will tell you, the Rays scratch track. And if this if this mine's is, the same as yours. If probably. this isn't their fucking scratch track, they're fucked up in the head. But one hundred percent. You let fucking Blake Snow play that shit out. One hundred percent. Always. One hundred percent. Stop playing the analytics. Sit on your ass and watch this guy cook. This dude. It. I mean. I've I've told I've told this story so many times. I was over at uh, my friend Colby's house watching this game. And we still reference it to this day. I'm like, I've never seen a guy, I've never seen a pitcher on the Rays, or in, in general, I've never seen a guy so locked in and bringing his greatest stuff in a game where this is it for you if you don't if you don't pull this off. Yeah. He gives up one solid hit, and it's like, oh, it's time. Yeah. And then Tim Kirkjian comes out like, are we even watching the game anymore? Are we watching the game? I know. <laughs> It's like, we're not, Tim. And, and shout we're out not. to the biggest Rays fan I know, Kevin. Because I know your boy Kevin Cash did you dirty there, Kevin. You deserve this one. Fuck that. Bullshit. Yeah, it was. I mean, who knows? Listen, we, yeah. the odds were stacked against us going up against a team like the Dodgers in the beginning. But look, the fact that you, you don't even let him see that through is just so fucked up, dude. I mean, you got it. And he won the coach of the year. I mean, I, I get it. I, I, I get the, you know. We all know I, what should have been done in the moment. And, like, every, made, everybody yeah, does. Everybody does. Not, not a single person. Not even a single people that coach. don't even know, understand baseball in the moment. Not a you, single. You got to give it to the hot hand. Yeah, exactly. Always. Yes. Always. Dude, it's, I mean. <sighs> and, like, you saw the look on his face when they freaking. When he fucking he was, jumped around. He was like, are you fucking kidding me? He, he, he was pissed. And he had every right to be. He wasn't right. Like. And we could speculate all about like what could have been if it's, if things happened, and like that's that's a big what if as a Tampa Bay fan it, for us. Uh, it and absolutely like, is, and that's gonna like end up like shaping how that team goes for us. Oh. If we if we end up seeing them yeah. down the road, yeah, and like, dude, yeah, we're, we're never well. I I knew from that moment on that we were gonna have to pick between Snell and Cash, 
and I knew what we were going to do, we let everybody walk. We let everybody that's worth a shit walk on this team. For one I manager met Kevin, of the year award? I met Kevin Kiermaier at Yard of Ale one time. Oh, yeah. You told me about that. Was it Yard of Ale or was it McDinn's? Which, which is the one with the tree? McDinn's. McDinn's. You met him at McDinn's. Oh, I course. met him at McDinn's. And um, he was dating somebody that like was connected to our group or whatever. And he comes up to me. He's like, hey, I'm Kevin. I was like, I know those eyes, baby. I was, I was like, you don't have to fool me. <laughs> I was like, I know who you are. And... Uh, I was like, let me get you a drink. Me being a fucking idiot. I was like, let me buy you a drink. So I could just say that I did. And I go and I get him something. I was like, what do you want, man? He goes, oh, just something like a Miller Lite. I was like, dude, you can fucking buy this whole bar around right now. You're getting a Miller Lite. <laughs> he's Pick like something he's like, else. He's, he's being humble. He's being humble. He's yeah. like, you know what? I don't want this random kid off the street to buy me a beer. <laughs> My other scratch track for the Rays would be allowing BJ Upton to even put a jersey on this <laughs> team he's my least favorite he's my least favorite player of all my teams that i follow fuck that guy fuck him <laughs> he's the worst dude and you know what's funny like i have a i have a connection i i used to have a connection to the rays that i won't say but those of you that know me it's it's obvious i used to have i used to get the inside scoop on some shit okay and all that evan longoria said to him that one time the ball went over his head is that's not a triple and then bj goes you know what let's fist fight about it in the dugout that um oh i don't know i just work here that was another one that was good he got thrown out by a fucking mile stealing a base and i said it i was like geez i was like this guy's so fucking lazy or whatever at a game and the guy turns this this guy this old dude sitting in front of me Typical elderly Rays fan that's like, oh, this is great. I've just moved down here. I'm a huge fan of this. Shut the fuck up. So he turns around and he goes, how are you going to say that if you're not the one writing his checks? I was like, he better be thankful I'm not writing his checks. I'm going to pay him a fucking dollar a game. <laughs> if he goes out there and gets thrown out by a fucking mile and he's the best athlete on this field, go Get fuck yourself. Fuck go sit field. down. Go even play. What are you doing? Dude, they were, they were, I remember like when he signed with us and everything, like they were releasing videos of him like jumping over sedans. Okay, flat-footed jumping over vehicles. He, I mean, this this guy could jump. He could run. He could run faster than anybody out there. He was an insane athlete. One hundred percent, one of the greatest athletes that has been on our baseball field as a member of the Tampa Bay Rays. One hundred percent. And he never. He was so fucking lazy that it was just like it was an insult to people that are born with that ability or that aren't born with that ability. I mean, like, dude, it, there's. <laughs> I mean, Ugh. no, I get it. Like, I, I, I can't fucking no, stand that guy. BJ, BJ was tough. BJ was tough. He's so him. tough to watch because, like, I'm, I mean, honestly, that guy. And, and, and like, that, that squad that went in. <sighs> Solid. Solid squad. And we also had a bunch of guys like, who? Like, you say the names now, you're like, these guys are scrubs. David but Price was in the bullpen that year when he went to the World Series. Crazy, yeah. right? Wow. Yeah. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. All right. We're going to close it out. With my favorite topic, we're gonna spend some time here, aren't we? We are. We're gonna we're gonna cut we're gonna cut this down to make it one episode. But yeah, it. Uh, <laughs> if you had to put it, Jesus Christ, we're gonna, I, this is gonna be a science. For it's us. tough, Holy man. Shit. And I love I love my boys. I love my magic. And Jasmine even said recently, she goes, "You don't even like them anymore." I'm like, "No, I like them. I just want them to lose right now because the more we lose, the more balls we get in the lottery." Fucking <laughs> yeah. So. Um, if you had to pick, because I got a couple on here, and I think some are going to be different than different than yours, but one of them's a Scooter Magruder one. <laughs> we traded four Big Baby. That's one. 
trading for Glenn Davis. It was Brandon Bass, right, or some shit? Yeah, it was. Brand- I love Brandon Bass, man. Brandon so- Bass was good. Brandon Bass, yeah. LSU kid. He was like Baby Shaq. They called him Baby Shaq. They were both LSU kids. Yeah, yeah. So both we, both we, of them. Both we tra- of them were Baby Shacks, man. Yeah. One was just like freaking morbidly obese mm-hmm. and didn't give a shit and just freaked out at some in some hotel because he didn't get like the freaking service he wanted. Dude, he started crying on the Holy bench bitch. in a fucking game because he got taken out because Doc Rivers took him out. Kevin Garnett should have backhanded the shit out of you until you could. One hundred percent. God, you piece of shit. Okay, so for those of you that don't know, I my favorite my favorite sports team of all time is the Orlando Magic, and they are tough. <laughs> they are tough to watch, but I always. I always give my boys a shot. I'm always looking at the uh, at, at the the realistic uh, side of things, and a lot of them, a lot of people will say it's pessimism. But most of you haven't watched this team for 20 years, <laughs> so uh, I have, and I know where it leads to. But I'm a little bit more optimistic than him. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah. So. Another thing, which is funny about the magic, we need because we, we haven't really spent a lot of time on them in this in this episode. So let me just tell this quick story. So I bet Emron one time I called him up before the season started. Emron's a big uh, big fan of Jonathan Isaac, as am I now, but at the time I was not. And uh, Jonathan Isaac, FSU kid, real lengthy, very defensive, defensively sound guy. But Leonard Hamilton was, I mean, there was no there was nowhere for him to excel in that program. He was. Did he play with Dwayne Bacon? Was he on the same team as him? If they played together, that'd be a squad, right? Like, I feel like they, I feel like they did. Did they? I don't know. I can't. I gotta. I gotta see. But um, I don't think they went as far in the tournament as they did. So no, I don't think they, they were together. They so. didn't. They, I'm not gonna look it up right okay. now because I'm gonna get distracted from what I'm gonna say. So I called up Emron before the season, and he's like, "Dude, Jonathan Isaac's gonna have a breakout year. You remember this? Yeah. He's gonna have a breakout yeah, year. Right, I did. He's gonna have a breakout year. This kid, this kid is special. Which he is. He's he's a he's a very special athlete. He might be one of the better defensive players that we've ever had on our team. And he's only played there for a two and a half years because he's been out so much. If he comes back healthy, I still think he's going to be a defensive player of the year. And I th- I still think so. He could have won it this year. Yeah, he should have. He could have won it this year. Yeah. Or, or, or last year, I mean. Yeah. So I called him up and I said, your boy's not going to average more than 9.5 points a game. <laughs> and you can put the fucking house on that. So I said, I, I, I told him that. I said, 9.5 is your line. If he scores more than 9.5 points a game, I will pay... I will pay for a home, like or, or a uh, a stitched jersey of Jonathan Isaac, like a fresh, legit jersey, like the like the hundred dollar ones. Mm. And I said, I'll pay, I'll pay for that jersey for you. If I win, I get to pick one that you pay for for me. Actually, we just cashed in on this in October of nineteen. Yeah, we did. Um, that was when Dixie shit all over the house. <laughs> yeah, it was that night. <laughs> <You can't laughs> <wasn't> it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> So yeah, we went to we went to a preseason game to see the Heat. Guess who won that one? Not w- us. Wasn't that the yeah. day that FCW and Harrow were talking shit to each other? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. of course. So Ooh. the end of the end of the season in 2018, Jonathan Isaac completes the season and averages 9.6 points a game. So I lost the bet by point one. <laughs> 
Always have faith in your boy. And had to buy this. Always. I had to buy this have man. faith in your boy. I should have bought you the wrong size. You I should have bought you like you a... You should have bought me a small. I like, no, so I should have bought, been should have bought you a 3X. <laughs> no, it was... So that was that so was funny. Hey, I would have been forced to gain weight. The then. only the only time I've lost a that's the only time I've lost a bet with you, and it was so big. It yeah. was a season long yeah. bet. We even wrote it down. Yeah, we did. God, it was so ridiculous. But I love that jersey. That being though. said, and I still have faith in that kid. I know I, you, and I and I know you do too. Listen, if yeah. he doesn't if he doesn't end up yeah. building a church in Zimbabwe in a couple of years. <laughs> I think he's gonna be a great basketball player, but he's gotta he's gotta fucking put basketball first, man. I I, I mean, and also, but but the, he's been fuck- was he set up like for success like, no. when he got hurt? No, no. They, they put him in too early. Like just they put him in too early, and they know. left him in a game where we were up thirty points. That's when you let your guys leave. But, but isn't that when all these terrible injuries happen though? Think about it recently. Well, like, D Rose, it happened. D Rose, Jamal Murray, yeah. he Jamal. was up too. Like it's yeah. fucked up. It's yeah. not right. Like it's take yeah, your boy I, out. I talked to a I talked yeah. to a guy recently, and I was like, "What was the score to your softball game tonight?" He was like thirty-eight to six or something like that. I'm like, "What the? Where's fuck? the mercy rule?" I was like, dude, is there like, a mercy rule? Can you imagine rounding third base and tweaking your ankle in a, an adult co-ed softball game? It's that's like twenty-seven-seven. Like, yeah, like, like, get the like fuck it's out not of worth here. it, dude. No, that's why I don't play pickup ball anymore. I'm like, because these guys are out here for fucking blood. I'm out here for cardio, man. I just want to have some fun. No doubt. Like, yeah. These kids are out here trying to get on the and one mixtape bus. <laughs> Skip to my loo. Yeah, they're like they're out here trying to fucking do wild shit and like pulling jerseys yeah. and like elbowing people in the face. I'm like, dude, if you want to play that way, we can play that way, but I'm not I'm not about it. So all right. We gotta do a scratch track for the Orlando Magic. Oh, God, and these are these are gonna be it's gonna be a lot. Or we might we might even have to do a, just an episode on this. The magic, right? Yeah. So I'll give you my list and then you tell me if it's worthy of a top three, because I have, I have, I mean, a bunch. You have a bunch, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. I'll start. I'll start at the back, okay. Because I think the one here, I think we could agree on it. Number, the one scratch track that I have is not necessarily one moment, but it's drafting so poorly. I mean, we've drafted so fucking badly in the last five or six years. I mean. Trades on draft night. We drafted DeMontis Sabonis. And then traded We drafted away. for Serge Ibaka. A rental of Serge Ibaka. A rental of like Serge Ibaka. A five-month rental. Rental of Serge Ibaka that turned into... Ross, yeah, yeah, that turned into Terrence Ross. But we sent Oladipo over to Indiana. How's he doing, by the way? <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh at pain, but he's on the heat now, so fuck you. Uh, he asked for it. Trading for Glenn Davis was a, was a big problem. Um, Here. Huh? Trading Tobias Harris. Oh yeah, that was big. Well, that's Brandon I have. Jennings, I have that. Yeah. I have that here. Yeah. All of our misses on potential all stars. With, you know, we could have kept JJ for longer. We could have kept. We could have kept Oladipo for a little bit to have him develop, and we could have kept a fucking coach around that wanted to put him in a right position. We could have kept Tobias Harris. We could have seen the Dwight Howard situation see, through a little bit better if we had better management, but co- it was just... Co- yeah, see, exactly. It's the coach and the management, because the coach was the problem at one point, and then the management It's a was sensitivity the issue. What's his face? Um, Otis Smith. Scott Skiles oh, wasn't... Otis Skiles, yeah. Sc- Scott Skiles wasn't bad for a year, Mm-mm. and Mm-mm. then it was Rob Hennigan that fucked with the team. We won our most yeah. games under Scott Skiles in, like, five years. Like, honestly, that team that Scott Skiles had, 
if if Steve Clifford had that team, that's probably a fifty-one team. I'm not fucking joking around. Yeah, it's it's like pretty. He, he won like 37, 38 with that team. Steve Clifford's a better coach than them. That hundred percent. And then you got Tobias, you got Vooch, you got Oladipo. You have that's like three all stars right there. Yeah. I don't think Oladipo's an all star anymore. I think he's washed now because he picked the the devil to play with, the Devils. Yeah. Uh, all right. So here's. Here's the two that I think are the biggest scratch tracks if uh, they could be done again. Number one, and I'll just say his name. We can say it on the count of three. One, two, three. Rob Hennigan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rob fucking Hennigan. Fuck that guy. I hope his kids don't learn how to read. I hope he never gets a job as a GM again. I hope. Oh, wait. OKC gave him a job again. Dude, fuck Because him. they're like, you know what? Fuck him. He he played with our team like we were a fucking NBA 2K franchise. He fucked around so bad with this fucking team. He did a worse job than Otis Smith. And Otis Otis Smith And we despised built, Otis Smith. Otis Smith <clears throat> built a stadium for Dwight Howard and then said, Nah, we're gonna trade you for scrubs. The only guy left is Vooch. The only fucking guy left from that trade is Vooch. And now he's gone. Now he's gone. It's, cra- it's crazy that like, but like, are you, are, are you ever gonna have a trade though, where you trade an all star for an all star though? Like that's crazy though. Like in hindsight though, like I mean, we it, it took it, it took him five years to become six years, seven years to become an all star, but he we, still did. We've lost every big blockbuster trade like that, and like we we've missed we've missed the ball on so many important free agency I think that signings. Was a wash. And- I think that trade was a wash. The Dwight Howard trade, I think that was yeah. a wash in hindsight because whoever we pl- like, all the guys we get against, it, they, yeah. they all suck too. It was a wash, but like we was, didn't see him, we didn't see him through. Because it was Denver, it was Philly, it was us, and yeah. it was another team. We all we're all in the same boat. Well, for LA, yeah, yeah. Who the fuck's LA? They yeah. suck too. Yeah, <laughs> they had, they need LeBron to win. I know. That's what it's, it came down to. Yeah. So the Rob Hannigan is one because he just made so many stupid moves. I mean, you talk about drafting Mario Azonia when we needed somebody else in a draft that was stacked. Um, you know, picking, um, not picking, but trading Tobias Harris for Ilyasova and Brandon Jennings. Um, I mean, trading two all stars for a rental of yeah, Serge Ibaka, just, and then just getting it for like a decent sixth man, yeah, a decent just, sixth just, man. I mean, we yeah. were we were dicking around, and he he thought he was playing with house money, and he was he was playing with our money, man. This is our fucking team. This is our livelihood. And then on top of that, that that idiot, that idiot decided to pick Evan Fournier over Oladipo. You could have picked, you could have traded Sabonis and Fournier probably, and gotten the same fucking shit. That's so bad. You probably could have. It's so bad. Where's Fournier? Exactly. Yeah, too too many. What do we trade Fournier for? Uh, second round pick. What do we get Fournier for? Probably second round pick. I, I don't know. I can't remember. Dude's just like a freaking gets you a bunch of points. Like, yeah, he'll get you twenty points. Pull the pull the mic up a little bit, just so it's like right in front of you. Yeah, because yeah. I'm hearing it kind of fade away. Okay, there yeah. we go. All right, so this is it. This is this is my number one scratch track for the Magic, and you can agree or disagree. Uh, it's it's in the Dwight era. I think the thing that I I think that both of these guys wish would have ended differently was Dwight crashing the Stan Van Gundy interview. I think that's a that's a pretty legitimate scratch track for them. What do you think about that? 
Do you remember that moment? Of course I do. <laughs> like it was yesterday. Like it was so uncomfortable. Like, that might have been one of the most uncomfortable moments I've ever seen in in, in Magic history. Yeah. I mean, it was so bad. They were like, "Hey, what's the deal? What's going on with Dwight?" And then he just comes in, yeah, puts yeah. his arm around him. He's like, "Oh, we, I love Stan. Stan's the man. What are you talking about?" And I'm like, and then like, no. Hey, <laughs> people don't forget what happened a few minutes before. Stan was talking about. Oh, he's like, oh yeah, Dwight and management were talking, and like yeah. they said he didn't want me here anymore. Yep. 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 And then about three minutes later, Dwight Howard comes and tries to play like, "Hey, everything good? Everything good, buddy?" Like, wow, like it's crazy. So, so, man. so if that moment doesn't happen, like, is is y- there's still tension with the team, but it's internal. So, is the internal tension better, or is it like um, better? Like, if it's like aired out for the world to see, because that's what it boils down to. I, th- I think in terms of. Your number one all star and your head coach. First of all, your head coach doesn't need to be airing what's going on upstairs to the media ever. And I'm gonna be honest with you: the more I see of Stan Van right now with the Pelicans, the more this I see makes he, me sick. He's not good. No, he makes like, me sick. No, he's a douche. The ESPN he, wouldn't hire him because he's too emotional. Like he's too opinionated. He can't stay level. And his fucking brothers on there, and his brothers opinionated too. So that's saying something. Like, so I don't think I don't think it's smart yeah. for that to happen. And also, I don't think that your all star should be coming up having to vouch for his love of you and appreciation of you to the media in the middle of a press conference. That I mean, it's it's it, the magic we're going through a series of just. Uh, missed. Uh, it, it was it was just miss after miss after miss. It was a season of turmoil, man. Like we we all knew that he was gonna leave. Everybody knew he was gonna leave. But the fact that Otis was like, we talked. Dwight's gonna stay. We're like, cool. This is great. All right, who's gonna who's gonna come in and build? And then it's confirmed. Dwight's leaving. You want to know the first Magic like, game that I what? ever went to? It's back and forth and back and forth. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Did you ever see Dwight live, by the way? Yeah, I did. I never did. The first Magic game that I, I ever did. saw was like the game that he said he was like, I'm going to stay. I'm going to opt in or something fuck like that. Fuck you, dude. And it was against Brooklyn. It was like when Darren Williams first came to that Darren team. Darren Williams. Yeah, he wasn't playing that game. I saw him on That's the bench. Crazy. I saw him on the bench. And it was when they had their core four. It was like Brooke Lopez, Dang. Gerald Wallace, yeah. Darren Williams, Crash. Joe, and Joe Johnson. ISO yeah, Joe, yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah. That's a yeah, squad. Yeah. Um I always used to tell people this about Darren Williams. So you know what's funny about Darren Williams? When I was when I was in my freshman and sophomore year of college, everybody would look at everybody would look at the TV and they'd be like, dude, he's so fucking small, dude. What's his deal? Why is Darren Williams so small? I look I, I said to them, I'm like, Darren Williams is my size. He's not small at all. At the dude. time. I always a, thought he was big. But he's the smallest guy out there. Yeah. At, at times. But he was like 6'3", 6'4". He he's, was big. He's 6'3", 230. Yeah. He was big. And he's, he was a big They'd be like, guard. he's so tiny. Because like, no. when you go into the paint, he would be he'd be relatively smaller Dude, than everybody else. he would tower over Chris Paul. Oh, yeah. He, he well, Chris Paul's really. barely six feet. But, yeah. I wish we could see prime Darren Williams versus Steph. That would have been savage. That would like, be cool. That would have been really I like good. Darren Williams a lot. Man. I did, too. Him like, with Boozer and uh, um, Kirilenko and Mamed Okur and, and Utah. I like that team. That Jazz team was solid, dude. Darren Williams went to Brooklyn. His career ended. Like yeah, he, it was, he was, it was brutal. I liked him a lot too. A lot of people's he careers end in Brooklyn. KD, looking at you, big guy. KD, Kyrie. No, yeah. <laughs> James Harden, watch out, bitch. You're done, <laughs> bums. Yeah, Get the dude. fuck out of here. It's crazy, man. The, I, uh, me and my brother were talking about this. Like, there's not going to be a one or two seed that survives the first round. No. I'm, like, no, I don't think so. There, I mean, there's, 
there's going to be this this is going to be interesting obviously with the play in tournament and everything that goes on and uh the 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 playoffs this year are going to be they're going to be very different because you're not going to be playing in a bubble buddy you're playing in front of fans you got to travel you got to play in front of people that are screaming at you okay duncan robinson Some looking guys. at you all right <laughs> tyler tyler looking at you Jack Heroin here to save you, buddy. Yeah, it uh, yeah. it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see, you know. And I I would love for the Magic to get there one day. We'll see. We have a lot of hope. We have a, I, I have a lot of hope for these guys. And you know, being that not one fucking person on our team, I mean, other than maybe Terrence Ross and Gary uh, Gary Harris, I almost said Gary Clark, R.I.P. Gary Clark. No, he's alive, but he's <laughs> he's on Philly now. He just signed with the Sixers. Good for him. I hope he doesn't yeah. get a rig. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I don't think anybody on our team, other than maybe Terrence Ross and, and Gary Harris, can rent a car. I don't think anybody's twenty five. Not even RJ. Okay, Fultz, no. Isaac. Yeah, nobody's twenty five. Kids. They're they're babies. Mo, Wendell, all babies. Oh 22. my goodness. Yeah, twenty two. We got some it's infants crazy, on this team. We have some tiny kids, which man. means they have time. They, we have a lot of time. We have a lot of time. We a lot of time Which to means get this fucking cycle starting over for us again. <laughs> Here we go. It's, Here we it's go. It's gonna be fun. Hey, all right. Hey, man. Yeah, but it's listen. coming. It's coming sooner than you think. It is. Cheers, man. Cheers. This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, man. Of course, we're gonna do another sports episode soon. We're gonna have this as a special release. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Thank you very much again for listening. Please remember to subscribe to the Scratch Track um, on youtube our channel and then also uh give us a like on facebook scratch track podcast and then on instagram too. follow us at the scratch track podcast and if you want to send us an email you can do that too scratch track pod at gmail um and we will uh we'll be getting back to you guys in a in a week we're switching up to a weekly format now so we're gonna we're gonna pile up these episodes and start taping again but uh we thank you so much for listening and we will see you guys again next time goodbye Girl, you